what's going on? Rob Sestrino back here to talk about another gem from the great storied history of reality TV, where we are looking to find something new to watch here on the RHAP Rewind. We've got a really fun one for you today. Uh, back with me to talk about it all is Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I am uh, enjoying my Thursday evening. I have grabbed a drink and I am ready to celebrate these beautiful geeks with you today. Chappelle, last week we watched the premiere of the Battle of the Network Reality Stars with Brian Scally. It was so much fun. This was so great. We watched one show. Boom. Doing a podcast. This is great once again. Can't wait to talk about this next one. We're going to talk about the 2005 premiere of a little show called Beauty and the Geek, and the woman who uh, wanted to talk about it. Here she is. It's the great Jenny Autumn. Jenny, how are you? I'm great. I haven't been this excited to podcast in an, a long time. Yes. Um, this, uh, this first episode of this first season is so wild and brought me back to the, the heyday of 2005. Um, and so I'm very, very excited to be here with the two of you, two of my favorite people, period. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So this what? is this is like hype for me right now. Yes. Okay. Well, we're gonna talk about uh season one, episode one of Beauty and the Geek, available on YouTube if you want to go and uh, check out that episode. But we'll tell you about what Beauty and the Geek was about. If you uh don't go back and watch it, no one will blame you. If you didn't, <laughs> not required. We could tell you about what's going on on this uh 16 year old tv show that originally aired on the wb starting in june 2005 Chappelle, were you a beauty and the geek watcher in the real time um yeah okay so i i did i'm ashamed but i did watch this show in the real time not that it was one of my favorite or my go-to show yeah this was one of those like water cooler shows that you know i was probably too young to be watching uh but i enjoyed it uh looking at this rewatch that we just did all the memories came flooding back. I mean, the first thing you you see a lot of these geeks and you're like, I don't really remember them. But then you see Richard in his pants mm-hmm. and you're just like, yep, that's 2005 for me. You know, you yeah. know, it takes me back. Yeah. I was a, a, a beauty and a geek person in the real time. I, I, I think I jumped out at the right moment though. Cause I know they did seasons upon seasons of this. And I think I was only really How? there for the first How could season. they have done many, many seasons of this? A lot of geeks. A lot, a of, lot geeks of geeks. Of a lot of beauties. <laughs> yes. So, Jenny, I was unaware of the concept of Beauty and the Geek. I never watched it in the real time. I remember the show existing, but I never watched it. And I just assumed this was like another dating show a la Average Joe or any of the shows that we talked about from the uh, interchangeable shows that were mentioned in last week's Battle of the Network Reality Stars where, okay, a bunch of nerdy guys are trying to date one attractive woman. That is not what this show is. No. It is a social experiment, Rob. Yes. (laughs) uh, So many shows start off of like uh this that, is a social experiment and, and the basically word of the mid to early mid yeah, 2000s that, yeah. Chappelle, that's code for you are about to see some probably offensive stuff in this show <laughs> once they start telling you it we're doing a social experiment we yeah, do not I condone mean, the view <laughs> yes. yeah yeah that, that goes back to the real world days. you know it's like 
You know, we're we're taking people from different walks of life. Big Brother once upon a time was a social experiment. Now it's a hot ass mess. Mm-hmm. And so Beauty the Geek was right in that mode. Yeah. It was a social experiment to see if beauties can make geeks social and that geeks can make uh the beauties uh deeper and more uh, you know, um, I guess intellectual, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, that the one show that like still exists under that pretext is uh, the Temptation Island, which like took a long yadas, but still yeah. like sort of markets itself. It's like this is an experiment to see. Uh, this is therapy <laughs> for these couples to have <laughs> uh, to bring in the tempters to see if it actually will work. Uh, so yeah. So Beauty and the Geek, as Chappelle said, we are going to take the quote unquote geeks. And see if the uh, beautiful women can make them uh, less socially awkward. And then see if the uh, geeks can educate some of these women with flashcards, yeah. mostly. <laughs> just <sighs> learning yeah. about all of the things that they maybe just didn't pay attention to in mm-hmm. in school or what yeah. have you. Because they've never had to be the intellectual one in the room. Yeah. They... They're, you know, like they're surviving on looks alone. Um, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Uh, Jenny, what drew you to Beauty and the Geek? Well, so this was like during the time where, so I like my interests in television are very shallow in terms of like I watch reality television and then like a few um, like young adult type dramas no, like during scum. like the. <laughs> no, I've never seen Scom, but like during the like 2000 to 2006 7 range, um so like when I was like in high school going into college, um I would watch things like Laguna Beach, The Hills, The OC, like those kinds of shows and then things like Survivor and Big Brother and then like all of those other trash shows like Who Wants to Date a Millionaire, Average Joe, like all of that crap, Temptation Island, all mm-hmm. of those. Um, and Beauty and the Geek was like one of those things that it was, it wasn't a dating show. It wasn't like a social strategy show. It had a little bit of everything. And then it had these like people that like looked like, you know, the girls on like Laguna Beach that were like, you know, super hot at like 2005. So it was, it was exactly like <laughs> right down the middle of like my interests, um, at the time. And, it, it it's been such a trip to revisit this time. I must say, yeah, like, unreal. It is, <laughs> but wild. it's so great, and I love. I just, I just love that. Like, um, it's like a mutual thing where it's like you know we're learning from each other. I love a good moral. Like you can't judge a book by its cover, and like seeing like underneath, you know the. The exterior of people. I'm like a cornball okay. for that. So, stuff. Jenny, what I'm hearing <laughs> from you is that uh, you think that this show that uh, did have an important message to share with the world. I mean, I don't think that it was perfect at all times, and I think that you know some like, uh, and it doesn't completely age perfectly. <laughs> um, so I can't vouch for all of it. I haven't fully rewatched the whole series, so mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's any weird stuff that comes up. I'm not saying that it was done, that it was executed yeah. perfectly uh, under 2021 standards, but I did like that, you know, the point of of the show was to teach people that, you know, relating to somebody totally different from you, um, you can gain something from that personally and your um, preconceived notions about people 
you know, can be changed. And I like, I think that that is an interesting message. I mean, the, the show is still 2005. It misses (laughs) the mark on diversity in a big way. Sure. Um, which, but I did appreciate that it did have like some sort of, uh, you know, moral to it that you could maybe take away from it. And it was at least interesting in that aspect. Besides just like, let's see if these, I don't know, like, I guess you can look at other shows like Who Wants to Marry a Millionaire or like Joe Millionaire or whatever. So I can't, how many of them? I can't even remember where like, oh, like, can you really fall for someone and like for like for who they are and not like what money they have? So like, I always love that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah. I just appreciated that it had that kind of story to it. Jenny, you're right. I think that that was a essential question that uh, te- reality television was trying to answer around this time of that. <laughs> can people see past sort of like uh, the shallow exterior to really uh, find love or see what a person is really about? That I feel like it was just a theme of so many different shows during <laughs> Did that we time. Find the answer? Like, Chappelle, do we know um, now? I don't think we know. Yeah. I think the jury's still out. I think, yeah. Um, yeah. But, but Jenny's right. I think this show is a step in the right direction to that, right? Because it's right. not about, like, can, I, can we hook them up? Can we put them in a hot tub in their bathing suits and they're all just going to start making out because we threw some champagne at them? Uh, there's a tiny bit of that here, but it's not the premise of the show, right? The premise of this show is to pair these people up and let them learn from each other and then they progress in the game based off of how much they learn from each other. So it's not about attraction. It's not about, you know, like athleticism. This is about, can you interact with someone socially and we will reward you at the end for giving it your best shot. And I think, I think that's commendable and I liked it a lot. Yeah. And it really rewards like, you know, individuals like, and what they have to offer and then what they can learn from each other, which I think is like, I think that like shows like big brother where it's like, Oh, we put all these different people in the house. And like, and that was like what big brother was like trying to tout itself as at like the beginning where it's like these people from different lives. And like, um, I, I feel like this thing actually like, you know, acknowledged and applauded the differences of people while like acknowledging that they can learn something from another person. So I I like that part of it. I don't know. I'm a softie. I thought, I thought that was kind of sweet. Wow. Jenny, I'm not sure if I watched the same show that you did. <laughs> Listen, there like you, you maybe through if maybe you, you've if gotten you the whole experience. Through, yeah. yeah. I only got one episode. Well, that's the thing. And I think that a lot of like the common takeaways as people leave the show are, you know, and we'll we'll get to it when we get through the whole episode, but like the common takeaway is from like, you know, like I left this experience being like, I'm, you know. I realized that I've been really shallow and I've been like overlooking people in my life that like, you know, have so much to give and, you know, mm-hmm. like really delving deep in, into, into like, you know, how they look at people and maybe something that needs to be adjusted in their life. Okay. Whether that carried on into their real life after the cameras turned off that I cannot speak for, but <laughs> they at least gave <laughs> the producers those sound yeah. clips. So, <laughs> so what the show is going to do is going to uh, pair up. We have uh, seven uh, quote unquote geeks uh, and seven beauties, and we're going to pair them up, and they're going to be tested throughout the course of the competition. Uh, one of these couples is going to walk away with two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Chappelle, I feel like that this was a lot of money for you know a one in seven shot. I guess it's one hundred twenty five grand. Yeah, it's um, one of those things like. 
who wants to be a millionaire was giving away a million dollars and then survivor is giving away a million dollars and big brother is like okay you got to be in here all summer but we'll give you five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> so i was like okay well how much will we give you for beauty and the geeks like yeah okay you know and a lot of these uh these beauties the way they are uh, explained to us is they don't really need you know traditional jobs and stuff like that like they kind of yeah. they're fine you know and these and these geeks are super smart so it's kind of like how do we entice these two groups to interact with each other when they don't really have to throw some money at them let's throw see what happens money. and i'm not complaining yeah. about it i mean they're walking away with a lot more than people are walking away from big brother canada <laughs> well they just uh, get Wendy's don't remind me yeah. and, uh, and, and this a is here's a grill yeah this is a, a 2005 $125 I know US. I was, like, uh, I was shocked like, by that it's like 200k yeah. now yeah yeah so that's uh, like 200,000 in, in grill accessories for BB can <laughs> yeah although unfortunately I don't think any of these guys could work uh, a grill or grill accessories <laughs> none of them can yeah <laughs> on either side on either side okay all right um so, Jenny, should we talk about the, the some of the the cast? How, what what should we talk about? Yeah, we could go through like there's the introductions. Like, so they start we we start with the geeks. Yeah, oh, I guess let's we meet we some get a little geeks. introduction to the geeks first. Yeah, let's talk so, about the geeks. Um, they they started Chappelle with like their casting call of we scoured the country to find <laughs> the biggest geeks around. It was like almost like American Idol auditions. A little bit. They were like, "How many white people did it take for us to get in the room?" Because there's no, there are no geeks of color here. These look. None. We went and found the nerdiest white folk we could yeah. find to see, you know, who could out nerd the next one. And we got a handful. Was it a compliment of, though? I'm, well, at first it sounds like it's not right, mm-hmm. but then when you see the intelligence on some of these people, you're like, "Well, if I'm, you know, what is he? The the a Mensa? Yeah, call me a geek, whatever, mm-hmm. you know." But if if I'm another geek that might just be, you know, a big fan of the Dukes of Hazard, yeah, maybe it is an insult. Yeah, because yeah, some of them, say, what? <laughs> yeah, some of them had like, you know, like respectable things where it's like, okay, like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. a medical student in, in uh, like functional neurology, and then like other people, it was just like, uh, I've never touched a girl. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, oh, they couldn't find something smart about you, so they were just like. Yeah, like, you just have no uh, swag. Yeah, like <laughs> you have zero sex appeal. That works, you know. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> in, in their intro package, Jenny's right. They'll say something like, "You know, I'm I'm in the top two percent of intelligence," and then they're like the next person, like a girl has never touched me before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, <laughs> welcome to the club. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, so that, that you're right that not everybody is uh like an equal geek. Uh, like I'm not sure. Like I feel like that it's been talked about like ad nauseum in the past of like uh, what's a geek versus a dweeb versus a loser versus a nerd. I think we get a kind of a wide cross section. Yeah. Um. Do we like yeah. labels, Jenny? Jenny, first of all, Jenny, I have a question. Yeah. Do you, of course. Do you relate to the the geeks on this show, or do you are you more of a, a beauty person yourself? Yeah. Because oh, do you that relate is like to, a Jenny. terrible question. Um, <laughs> I like this is the most waffly answer where I don't I don't feel like I fully relate to either side. I will say that like in high school, like I went to a small high school. Yes. Um, I definitely was someone that felt like I could talk to all of these people um and did i knew people maybe not completely like this because smaller sample size and also like 
I don't know, Canada. Mm-hmm. But um, I I definitely felt like there were I, I saw versions of these types of people. And I I found myself as like down the middle where I'm like, I, I consider myself someone that is like slightly nerdy, but also like slight like I guess I could say that I was like popular in high school. Such like, a Libra I feel like that's Jenny. so cringe. Pick a I side. know this is the most Libra shit ever. But I really do feel like I have that personality where like I kind of could find things mm-hmm. to relate to on both sides, which maybe is part of why I find this show so interesting because I can see the little things that can be picked up on from either yeah. end. I don't know. Yeah. Chappelle, I felt the same way because that I uh, don't know how to dance. And I also <laughs> uh, struggled with a lot of the trivia questions that the women were trying to answer on this show. Yeah, I mean, Rob, if you ask me, you're definitely one of the beauties for sure. Mm-hmm, but for sure. No, I, <laughs> no doubt. I agree with both of y'all. Like this, I think that's why the show is so relatable because it's kind of like if you're not the smartest person in the room, it's easy to feel dumb sometimes. Uh, if you're not the, you know, the person getting everyone turning heads when you walk in the room, it's easy to not feel so attractive sometimes. And so, yeah, there are moments in this show where they, the, one of the beauties says something, and I'm like, girl, yes, I don't know. Look, mm-hmm. hell. 1942 sure columbus sailed the ocean blue then i don't whatever but then there are other times where you know they'll say something one of the the nerdier geekier guys will say something like yeah you know i get that too so this kind of this is like the every person show you can kind of fit in the middle and say yeah i I feel dumb sometimes but sometimes i don't feel you know the most attractive either it just it's where you get to decide, you know, where you are and you don't have to pick a label necessarily. Yeah, they had a geography uh, question or many geography questions. And I was like, you know, F if I know. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what, I was really answering them. And like, I was so invested. Yeah. <laughs> like, OK, what do I know? And I was like, I'm Canadian. A lot so of U.S. Was, geography. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of U.S. geography. Yeah, it's like, but... what state is uh, east of West Virginia? Like, I don't know. Like, what is it? Like, it's like Kentucky or something, right? <laughs> They're like, tap, tap. Um, we were looking for Virginia. You're like, oh. I'm pretty sure I said Kentucky as well, Rob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kentucky. And then they're like, Virginia. And I was like, uh, I, I feel stupid now. Uh, okay, yeah. it's West Virginia. It's west of Virginia. That is yeah. smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, there yeah. was another question they asked uh, the women, and uh, they asked them, uh, "What is the state? Uh, what city is the state capital of New England?" And I oh, had a panic was, attack. I that's was like, shenanigans. I don't like. What is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's Boston, I, I guess. Right, right. Boston. Like, where the, the, Patri- the Patriots play? Uh, and the, and the, the woman was like, "Yeah, I don't. I don't know." And they were like, "Ah, trick question. Uh, New England's not a state." So what was the, that was is dirty. That was a question. That was yeah. dirty. I was not. I I was not okay with that. Yeah, shenanigans left and right. The moment he asked the question, I said, "That's not fair." Yeah, you know, because it. Yeah, it's that's not right. Not, why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. You know, that I don't think fair. they're asking grade fives that question either. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you dumb, dumb idiot. Let them like, be dumb. Don't trick them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. The questions were hard enough without you throwing in, uh, throwing like wrenches into yeah. their plans left and right, and. That host was taking so much joy in stumping these people. Like when they would get the answers right, he looked legitimately shocked. Like, oh, you you know math? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, dummy. I know 
some things. I just I like to be yeah. pretty sometimes. God, give Can me a break. Can we talk about the ho- the host? Yeah, for a yeah. Talk about the host. Who is this guy? Who is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? Who is this guy? Like, who is you, this man? Where do you get off McFadden and Brian McFadden. Brian McFadden. Never yeah. to be heard of again, I assume. <laughs> I, I, I he was so I loved the, like early in the episode. Um, you can tell that like even the cast had no no idea who this man was supposed to be because at one point one of the beauties was like the host announced that we that, he, that there was going to be a competition. I was like, you're not even like at least on like The Bachelor or something. They're like, oh, Chris Harrison showed up, mm-hmm. and it's just like mm-hmm. like they don't even acknowledge that this man has a name. They're like the host, and that's <laughs> how all of us felt. We're like this nobody man with his wide ass leg jeans yeah very like, wide <laughs> they were basically bell bottoms and i'm sorry i lived during this yeah, time clearly cut. um and i don't remember the the pants being like they did seem a little bit more bell bottomy for like a man's jean i don't know hmm. maybe i was wrong maybe i'm wrong but was i was like I, I could not stop staring at his outfit yeah and he was just like yeah <laughs> he had just like an interesting like like confidence to him where I was like <laughs> where did you come from Brian McFadden like what is your story and why are you here yes. and yeah uh, oh my gosh that's that's my new feedback for anybody that is such an interesting confidence that you have <laughs> <laughs> this show is also from the mind of uh, Ashton Kutcher yes. and uh, J.D. Roth and another guy Jason Goldberg mm-hmm. is this Ashton Kutcher's like uh producing claim to fame like i know he's the creator of this but he created a, a few other punk. shows right i think well, and i can't remember what came first this or punk or maybe it was around yeah. the same time where ashton was just banging him out yes i don't know uh but did he uh, he hosted that also uh he hosted punked but he was also start, a producer yeah. on it i believe mm-hmm. yeah but he's just an ex- he's just an ep on on this show i think yeah, um, he doesn't have a but lot he's of like other... funded and he has like nothing to do with it. Yeah, Probably. He, he doesn't have a lot of other uh, like uh, proli- like he, he has several other ex- executive producer credits, but not things that you uh, would have heard of. You mean you yeah, haven't I heard of either. The Real Wedding Crashers or uh, Opportunity Knocks? <laughs> yes. Let's watch no. The Real Wedding Crashers. I'm sure that one is also uh, <laughs> yeah, a hit from that. 2007. <laughs> Anything think, from that era is like gold to me. <laughs> yeah, um, we might have found our well there. The Ashton Kutcher uh, movies. <laughs> yeah. Production. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some of the the geeks th- that are here, and uh, like uh, we we meet them in this order. Okay, so we meet uh, Brad. Brad, we start off with okay, IQ one hundred and fifty. That's what we learn about Brad. Mm-hmm. And uh, like. I like this. This was an illuminating moment for me as well because I know nothing about IQ scores. So, so, and that like we we later not to spoil, but we later get someone saying that their IQ is probably five hundred. And if there wasn't the editing to tell, if I didn't yes. get Brad first saying his IQ is one fifty, and then <laughs> Lauren saying I don't know, my IQ is probably like five hundred with the edit of it. You you could have given me those two numbers and I'd be like, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know nothing about IQ points. So I needed it padded by the fact that he was a Mensa member 
And he said that he's smarter than 99% of the population because <laughs> IQ 150 means nothing to me. <laughs> Uh, I think that they rolled out the geeks uh, in order of like actually from uh, least geeky to most geeky. geeky. Yeah, you got to yeah. do the, the the slow burn. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it, it also seemed like they went from like least like most intelligent. Like Brad comes out the gate like I'm in the top one one percent <laughs> of like intelligence. I have a 150. Yeah. By the end, we're just like a girl has never kissed me. Like, okay. Well, th- thank you, thank you. So yeah, it just looks like Brad needs just like a just a, a small makeover because yeah. if he's that yeah. smart, and yeah. you just put like just put a nice suit on him, you probably got a good guy right there. Um, but yeah, we we start off slow and then we just build and build and build, build and to build. my guy. Uh, yeah. My observation about Brad is that I thought he looked like a like an unstyled, an uncoiffed. Yes. Um. The she's ben, all that. Ben Higgins of. <laughs> The Bachelor franchise. Ooh. Yeah. Any fellow Bachelor franchise people, let me know if you see it. But there were a few times during this episode where I was like, that's, he's got some like Ben Higgins yeah. thing going on. Like he could have grown to be Ben Higgins and maybe he did. I don't know what Brad looked like. Yeah. Erica saw now, some potential so. there with Brad. Yes, she yeah. did. Okay. And she uh, jumped right on it. Then we had Sean. <laughs> And Sean is uh, the uh, scoutmaster. Uh, is he also the guy that was really tall? Yeah. Yes. Sean, Sean is really tall. He's an assistant scoutmaster. And he, too, is a Mensa. Yes. So we have Brad, who's a Mensa. We have Sean, who's a Mensa. I believe Raven from Big Brother uh, mm-hmm. 20. as well uh so you know we're just surrounded by intelligence here uh you know we don't come across mensas often uh is that uh matt hoffman who's also was also yes yeah so here you go this is the kind of uh intelligence we're dealing with here i don't appreciate the men in mensa like we talked about that where is woman's or yeah. Jensa, yes, exactly. Yes. My favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm Johnson. a Jensa member. Yes, you are. Uh, we get Chuck. Uh, Chuck is also like uh, that. He is a medical student. Again, seemingly normal. Uh, this will turn into more of a freak show as we go along. <laughs> so, no, I think Chuck is your guy. Like, yeah. if you were looking for the perfect balance of just yes. like this person is relatively normal, but if you want to talk about a geek. It's a strong geek to him, you know, like it's it's in him because he has the he hasn't he's has panic attacks about being around women and about being, you know, but he's very, mm-hmm. very intelligent. He's always speaking in medical terms because he's in uh, what is it? Neurology, functional um, neurology, whatever functional that is. Neuro- I think Chuck is probably like right in the middle of the Venn diagram of like super geek and just, you know, like like normal smart guy. Yeah. And he's like fairly like normal looking as well like again probably someone that just like you know maybe needs uh like some new pants and a shirt like mm-hmm. <laughs> pants, pants were maybe a haircut yeah. or something uh, I don't know. if you got if you guys are re-watching this or watching this for the first time please pay attention to the pants there's the pants, pants are unreal so much pants on this show that's all and i will the say skirts on the women are <laughs> chef's kiss <laughs> can you describe so, them jenny okay well the pants or the skirts um maybe we should wait till we get to the women okay oh, the, the pants well i've i've discussed the pants already yes. um because brian mcfadden he really he he <laughs> said you know i'm aside with the with the geeks on this one um these pants are giant um yeah the pants are just like ill-fitting on everyone uh you can't tell 
what anyone's body looks like because it's just long sheets of fabric that are flowing in (laughs) every which way in the wind. Um, The the legs are super wide in some cases uh, verging on a bell bottom. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just, I felt like pretty much everyone could have benefited from just a nicer pair of pants. And I feel that way most often in, in life. Like I'm always looking, (laughs) I'm always looking at people and saying like, I put a different pair of pants on you. Taylor. Yeah. Taylor would be nice right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call well, of the tail. Luckily, that's the nice thing about 2021 is that you rarely see anybody from the waist down. Yeah. It, yeah. Truly, it's a blessing for me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But it I'm doesn't stop me from looking at all these mm-hmm. people's pants and things. <laughs> right. <You can> tell. <laughs> um, we have Joe. Joe uh, tells us that uh, that he has never been on a date. He's a virgin. Uh, Chappelle, he's sort of our shy virgin. Yeah. And we don't even know if Joe is nerdy. We just know it's not great with the ladies, right? He just says, I'm a virgin. I've never been on a date. He doesn't say, I'm a Mensa. I'm yeah. in computer programming. I am neurology. Like, yeah. I just, eventually, he gets into some of his likes and dislikes, and it turns out he's, he's our sensitive nerd. You know, he likes, yes. Shakespeare. likes theater and art and Shakespeare, and he's been to London and blah, 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 blah. But his introduction, they want you to key in on the fact that, that women don't like Joe and we just have to feel for Joe. Joe is, he, he holds a special place in my yes. heart from this one episode. You can't yes. help but feel for Joe. Can you? Like, I, yeah. am I alone I in that? I love Joe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, I, I appreciated that, you know, thrown in with the Mensa members that we were also just getting, like, this is where we see that the, the definition of geek is kind of broad here and that it's basically, um, and maybe unfair because it's basically just, any man that is not considered like a, you know, a jock or like an extremely attractive person that maybe needs some, you know, help with the ladies, quote unquote, and, you know, maybe just doesn't have confidence in their like social abilities. And this is like Joe is the first example of that where mm-hmm. he's just again, he doesn't seem that weird. Um, he seems like a really yeah. nice guy. He's shy. Um, and he, I think he just has some confidence. He just needs to put himself out there and maybe hasn't been validated enough in his life to have that confidence. So these are like the people that I love to see because it's like they, they might take something away from this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe, Joe is in that mold of person who, and I'm sorry to pick on you here, Jenny. Jenny talks to at school and they're like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. Why is she talking to me? And then Jenny goes, okay, bye. And then they're like, oh. And then she comes back and they're like, Jenny. And she's like, okay, bye. Like, Joe is that guy who's just like, well, I wish she'd notice me. It's like, Jenny's nice to everyone. But when you're nice to Joe, he really, really feels it. You know? Yeah. He, he just Aww. like, thank you. Yeah. And, and it's easy to be nice to Joe. He's awesome. Yeah. Now I'm like, uh, now I'm thinking about like, how, like, have there been people? Like, so many. Because I like I do I grew such an affection for this this man, <laughs> and yeah. I'm like I don't Bye. know. <laughs> anyway, Joe has a heartbreaking moment in the episode later on where uh, later on uh, his partner is going to uh, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> don't. Go- <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't it's too soon get, get together with another uh one of the geeks <laughs> oh, uh, and he said like basically is in confessional like uh you know if if i got upset every time uh a, a girl that i liked went uh off with uh somebody else then you know i would never be able to you know uh get up in the morning basically right 
Yeah. I would never not be upset. I would never not be wow. upset. Yeah. I felt like I, I don't know. That did something to me. Did it. Poor yes. Joe. It, it really did. <laughs> what are you oh, going to do? Thing. Oh, yeah. I hope he's okay. Oh, yeah. What? I'm going to have to Google him after and find out what he's been up to and just okay. like make sure he's okay. Uh, yeah. That's going to be my week. Yeah, we had yeah, a, it's like Googling all these people. Uh, <laughs> Eric, the computer programmer. Not a lot there with Eric. No. No. Yeah. No, nothing to do with something. Right he had, so had like a weird, like, bit oh. of it. Like, the, like the, the ultimate fantasy yeah. would be to create the perfect woman. But I know that this is impossible because I've taken the courses in, in yeah. art, artificial intelligence or something. But like what that. is he like, getting okay, at? What did he try to okay, do? Did he try to build a, a robot woman? Yeah, he's saying like, look, I know virtual intelligence. Like nobody knows it like me. So I'm gonna just go ahead and tell you, if you're looking to make like to build the perfect woman that just that gets you, that's so geeky and so beautiful, I'm here to tell you it ain't possible. So you just gonna have to do what you gotta deal with what we got here on Earth because you can't go build it. Yeah. I think Christian Vicky might have some problems with that now. We've made strives in science. Maybe yeah. uh, Eric was wrong, but back then Eric was sure that he's done the research. Yeah, Jenny, see what Eric's I, been I, up to. I, I have to believe that like the technology of like flashlights has like advanced since 2005. Did, what did so. you just say? <laughs> did you, I'm going to believe that you said the technology of flashlights just uh, mm-hmm. has been yeah, it's very basic. Now, yeah. Now Eric can work at night is what mm-hmm. I mean. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. an important skill. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Javelle, you invited me on this podcast. You knew you were getting on yourself. purpose. <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> okay. Um, we meet Bill. Bill, who is the vice president of the Dukes of Hazard fan <laughs> Not club. Not even the president. Not even the president. That, 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 like, that, like, it's like, uh, all right, we got the president. Though. No, no. Get the vice president. That's the geek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, he loves it so much. He loves it so much. Um, he doesn't care about the presidential title. He's fine with VP. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Dukes of Hazard fan club. Uh, can't imagine is going great. <laughs> I mean, there's probably a, a, a good portion of people that are still subscribing to that good old General Lee. <laughs> uh, those people, I wish you the best of luck. I just don't hope not to come across you anytime soon. I'm sure you're nice. I'm sure yeah. you're lovely, but I'm going to stay on different sides of the fence on this one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, My f- I, I, I liked Bill, but I have to question his. <laughs> Seemed like a his, nice enough guy, but yeah. I got to question his taste sometime. Yeah. Says it was fine. Yeah. My favorite thing is that he like, he tries to use that as like an excuse for like why he hasn't had success with women and not because he is the vice president of a deuce of hazard fan club and that is something that is very very important in his life he he's like yeah i haven't had a date in a year um because i'm so busy with the dukes of hazard fan club so it's like really hard to meet women like i really love that he packaged it as like i just don't have time it's definitely not the fact that i'm like <laughs> so immersed yeah. in, dukes in of fairness, hazard fan club. Jenny, okay it was 2005 the Dukes of Hazard movie was coming out that summer. Oh, okay. Oh, he oh my so God. he you, was, yeah, yeah. He he probably lost his <laughs> mind release, when he saw these women. Okay. He's thinking of Jessica Simpson in those Daisy Oops. Dukes. Yes. And those, and if there was any Simpsons questions, he was ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, <laughs> he's ready to go. So well, it was going to come maybe- out. Maybe. His obsession with the Dukes of Hazard probably answers the question as to where all the black people were, because you have to 
have to wonder, like when you start sitting down talking to Bill after a while, you're like, you like you like everything about this show? Mm-hmm. Every literally, all the things, everything, okay, yeah, a Every, whole okay. fan club. Um, I'll sit this one out okay. <laughs> to the vice president of Dukes of Hazard leaves. Chappelle, <laughs> I can uh, link this week's podcast to last week's Battle of the Network Reality Stars because the Dukes of Hazard 2005 movie has a 2007 sequel called The Dukes of Hazard: The Beginning. And uh, not only Bill knows that one of the Battle of the Network Reality Stars contestants was in the direct-to-DVD release of oh. The Dukes of Hazard: colon, The Beginning. First of all, it went to DVD. That I was thinking this was like a made-for-TV type situation. No, direct-to-DVD. They printed the DVDs, so... Oh my gosh. Um, who... I don't. I mean, I'm afraid to ask. Almost like, who's our person? Who's the person from Battle Neck where we always start? Is it my girl Trishelle? She seems like. Yep. Wow. Oh no. <laughs> She's in the like DVD direct to DVD release of the Dukes of Hazard. The beginning. show, and you got it. I'm so well, impressed. I just, I, I really do. I'm, I, I love Trishelle. But if you want to uh, link this even further. You do yeah. know one of our Big Brother celebrity, uh, like former castmates, were on there as well. In the Jonathan Bennett. The big brother. Oh, Superman. yes. On the 2007 one, I believe he was in the remake. If I remember oh, correctly, wow. um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, just to know the way that I almost goes. forgot he was on Celebrity Big Brother. I mean, he was only there. It was a flash. It was only for two weeks. Sure. Yeah. yeah, but he was so enthusiastic. Jonathan Bennett has done a lot of things, and I am shocked that this is one of them. But okay, <laughs> go off, Jonathan. Yeah, go off. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we have our, our star. Uh, Our star, Richard <laughs> King. King. <laughs> Richard King. Rubin, who has his own Wikipedia page, the only, uh, <laughs> the only contestant here from Beauty and the Geek with a uh, link to their own Wikipedia page. Richard okay. Rubin's a plant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me let me go to his Wikipedia page and just skim it really quickly to make sure he's not okay. problematic, so I can stand oh, yeah. properly. Yeah, okay, let's make I don't sure. see anything. If you update the wiki later on and with some new information, just you know, uh, timestamp this. I did it. Bunch know. of guest appearances on like, oh, he he did appear on Punk Teen Choice okay. Awards. Yeah, breakout. A star. bunch of things I've never heard of. His website, richardrubin.com. Richard uh, oh. Rubin with a hyphen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess you know, the the non hyphenated version was not available. Yeah. You what's what's the kid? Oh, Kid Nation. This is our Mike from Kid Nation, right? Mike? Like, this, yeah. This He's not is Jared. our guy. Yeah. 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 This, like, this is our guy. Like the guy who you just put him on screen and let him be. Uh he could, yeah, he could definitely be Jared. Oh my god, Jared <laughs> could definitely have evolved into this person. Um, but Richard is the star. He's the face of this show. The he is the pants of this show. Look, literally these are the pants. <laughs> these are the, literally the biggest pants I've ever seen. The the shirt, it's huge. He is a larger than life personality. He has the biggest like like mannerisms I've ever seen. He's all over the place. He's uh, intelligent from what we understand. But the the thing the show wants us to remember is that he's never even been kissed by a girl. He will probably never get laid uh, in quotation marks. Yes. <laughs> and so, Despite I, being yeah. the smallest person on the cast, I think he takes up the most space because oh, of yeah. how much of like how movements. animated yeah. he is. First of all, the clothing, it's like he, he's wearing clothing that is like far too big for his, his small frame and is constantly moving. Like it's, it, you can't, I don't even know how the cameras 
stayed yeah. fixated on him with with how much this guy moves. He's energy, boundless energy. Yeah, he's like a shark. You know how sharks are always in motion. This guy is literally like he leans over on things. He's like grabbing at his hair. He's like he talks with his hands. It, I was I, the moment I saw him. This whole show came flooding back and like into my memory because yeah, it's yeah. like, how do you not think of this guy when you think of Beauty and the Geek? I was so happy to see him, and there's a reason why he's the star. He just steals the show. He really does. Yeah, completely memorable. Yeah, he's just he, yeah king. He's incredible. <laughs> uh, I believe the term is uh, involuntarily celibate. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. That <laughs> that is the term. Yeah, that is a, that is a that is a term. Uh, here, let me yeah. see. Let me play a little bit of uh, Richard's intro here. Please do. If there's one thing in the universe that we can be sure of, I will probably never get laid. <laughs> His Chiron on the bottom of the screen is has never kissed a girl. Right. Like, so, well, do you want me to spoil the 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 Chiron like for later in the season, or is that what like, is it? What was it? Has kissed a girl. So, so things things uh, develop as season one goes on, and eventually his um his Chiron gets updated to say has kissed three girls. Has kissed three Yay! girls. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I feel yes. like his involuntary celibacy had might have uh, <laughs> his status might have changed uh, after this show. I think uh, depending on what I the can't glow vouch up is. for yeah. that, but yeah, it, I, maybe look, this could show help. Probably, I'm sure. Oh, sure. It could not have. Hurt. It literally no. could not have hurt. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Yeah. Do we think that going on the show for any? So even if these people weren't like, even if these men were not like making connections with the women, even though it's possibly like embarrassing to go on the show and be like a, you know, appointed geek and ha- having like the edit kind of like poke fun at you and say that you're like undesirable, all, all yeah. of these things. Is it still worth worth it? A, obviously you're, you're yeah. trying to win money. Do you think that a lot of these men experience like a lot of success from being on this show? The best With- thing to happen to any of these gentlemen was to go on this show. The mm-hmm. worst thing to happen to any of these men is YouTube. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh that is no- that is back on on <laughs> Oh yeah. The, the, fact that, the fact <laughs> that we can retroactively go back and talk about these things. Like, I don't want anybody to talk about me from 2005 because yeah. yeah. I was wearing huge shorts and not in the same way as these people wearing huge pants, but I was baggy yeah. back then, okay? And also and take Survivor the Amazon but... off of uh, Paramount Plus while you're yeah, at while it. Yeah, while you're at it. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, if you could just go back and watch us all in 2005, you'd probably be, uh, everything's a little bit <laughs> yeah. cringy. But these people, we have to imagine with this level of intelligence for a lot of them, yeah. they've come so far for you to bring this up. Or I know if I'm like searching things and I see Rob has a podcast, talks about Beauty and the Geek, I like die and then I send an email like, please, please cease and desist. I have a family. For the love of God, I have a family. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Are there Google alerts on like for like that search term and like these people are going to track us down and like Robert, you're going to have to like there issue are an a apology lot of computer to programmers or... uh, in the cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, they invented Google. It turned out they got hoisted by their own petard. Hacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine we could get some feedback from this. Uh, I doubt it'd be for anybody with any TikTok followers, but I can for sure see someone saying, you know, I came across this and I am not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's not I let it die in, in 2005 where I left it, please. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, do we think that if 
this show was to be remade in 2021, uh, Jenny. Uh, how many of the young women would be uh, Instagram or TikTok influencers? Um, like 80% of them. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. at least. Because I don't think that you can... like Because if you look at the... And we'll get to the beauties. and But like, their titles are essentially just like Instagram influencers of 2005 when Instagram didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. So, right. you know, if this were to happen today, that I would think that pretty much everyone falls into that category. Yeah. Yeah. And if they don't have an Instagram following, by the time they leave the show, they will. They if, will. You're, <laughs> if you're like, if you're being cast for a reality television show because you're attractive and you don't have an Instagram following already, like, what are you doing? Like, Reconsider. you need to monopolize on your looks. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. make that money. <laughs> Get <laughs> right. it, we, girl. We changed like, paper that's what I'm here. Saying. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with Jenny and Chappelle to talk more about Beauty and the Geek and talk about the beauties coming up. But first, let me take a moment and thank a sponsor. Those are our friends over at BetterHelp Online Counseling. If you're having trouble meeting your goals, if you're having difficulty with relationships or trouble sleeping, if you're feeling stressed or depressed, BetterHelp is available. BetterHelp offers online professional counselors who can listen and can help simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your needs and a better help will match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's secure online professional counseling. Better help counselors have a broad range of expertise, which may not be available in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send unlimited messages to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And everything you share is confidential. You won't have to sit in an awkward waiting room again. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so it's easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Rob is a podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash R-H-A-P. Visit betterhelp.com slash R-H-A-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced BetterHelp professional. And this podcast is also sponsored by our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know it's easy bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing too, because you have so much to do around your home. Visit Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. So let's talk about the the beauties. Uh, we meet Mindy. Uh, Mindy with an I, uh, Chappelle, she's simply a sorority girl. She's a sorority girl who thinks every girl should use their looks. And Jenny and I were just saying that. If you got it, flaunt it, you make that money. So get don't it. come on this show in the remake and not go start your Instagram or yeah. your OnlyFans or whatever you want to make. You know, like, do what you got to do to get paid. So Mindy's on the right track. Okay. Yeah, she's got that entrepreneurial spirit already. You know what I mean? She gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Scarlett. Jenny, she's a beer spokesmodel. Uh, does this mean that she is in advertising or she goes to a bar? <laughs> I like I this had me thinking, was there a point in my life where I was a beer spokesmodel? Yeah. <laughs> Are you 
are you? I don't know. Possibly. Like, <laughs> um, I think that. So I knew, like, I knew someone that was like a Jagermeister model. Mm-hmm. So, so like, she was like a rep for Jagermeister, but like, she would just go to events and like look hot and then like offer shots to people. Yeah. Um. And and so I. I think that that might be along the lines of what this is where um, she goes to events and looks good and promotes the product um, and is maybe working for a particular beer brand. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's my guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm familiar with this uh, brand of entertainment as (laughs) well. An Uh, industry hit hard by the pandemic. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I remember the times. old days with those Budweiser models and they would just show up and, and pass out drinks. And then even the later days when they became Red Bull models and they would pull up in the little Red Bull car and they mm-hmm. would hook you up. Uh, yeah. Scarlett, I believe was her name, right? Yes. Yeah. She, uh, yeah it's my she cat's fit, name. She fits right oh, you into named that her ball. after Scarlett. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. The I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we had Crystal. Crystal is an NBA dancer. I believe she dances for the 76ers, which yep. none of the guys had heard of. That was so great. <laughs> you yeah. know, the Sixers, and it's just like huh? silence. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. It was such an awkward silence, too. Like, if you're looking for which geek you want to pair up with, and you, you'd hope they at least know what you do with your day job, and they're like, we don't even know who the yeah. Sixers are. Couldn't um, they have gotten a geek that like just knows so much about sports, and no, is just no, like... Jenny, impossible. I have, I have a friend <laughs> who says that if you know about sports, you cannot be a geek or a nerd, that that is the <laughs> antithesis of geek or nerd, if you know everything I mean, about sports. So, yeah. impossible. I, asked, I I have feelings about that. But yeah, someone <laughs> asked. Fine. What is it? The sh- the, sh- the shop. It's impossible <laughs> to be a, a nerd about sports. Yeah, mm, I don't know about that. But <laughs> it's like literally the only thing. Like you know, it's like the only thing that you focus on, nope. and you're just like you know every stat. The vice president mm, of the fan. Impossible. Like an, an encyclopedia. Impossible. I don't Look, I've seen stump the Schwab. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Um, also, this was a horrible year to not know who, like, this is 2005, right? Like, Allen Iverson is one of the biggest basketball players at the time, and right. he plays for the 76ers. Like, you should know who he is. At Sorry. least he exists in the news. Like, he's on television. Or at, at least seen, like, the clips of the press conferences or something. Like, Yeah, like, they, they were slow blinking, like, Dora the Explorer. Like, hey, which way did it go? <laughs> Silence. You know? Like, I, I have no clue. No clue. Uh, we meet Cheryl, who's a cocktail waitress. Uh, no, she is an an aspiring fashion expert. Uh, no, that's that that wasn't that that's her. Ki- that that's was, ki- Kaitlyn. Kaitlyn. Yeah. Kaitlyn. Oh, I'm whatever. sorry. They're they're so uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, Listen, easy sh- to mix up. <laughs> yes, that's fine. Wow, what are you trying to say about these beautiful women? Yes, I said it. That they're, they're all, all the same. Yes, they're all beautiful. Is what I'm saying. No, uh, Cheryl. Cheryl was the one that was like when I walk into the bar. Guys and girls turn their heads. Whoa! Which, yes, yeah. yes. clean. Yes, get it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So there is a uh, Kaitlyn. Uh, Kaitlyn. That's spelled C A I T I L I N. She is the aspiring fashion expert, which is yeah. like the best Chiron in like in a long time. <laughs> even though this was a long time ago, like aspiring fashion e- expert. Do you like, think she made it? 
Think she's at the top of the field I mean, right now? This, maybe this. I would not say she's the top of the field, Rob. But she, maybe she <laughs> do does work know? in fashion. Maybe she's like a buyer for like H and M, like yeah. or like a merchandiser or something. But yeah. I just love the aspiring. It's like yeah, anyone. Like, I'm, I'm looking her up on LinkedIn right now. Tell oh, okay, Lashford, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. I also um, like it took me like half the the episode to like figure out what her name was because I thought that she was just saying her name was Caitlin, but like with no, like a Kytalin. really strong accent. And oh, that yeah, like same. and that like her partner like interpreted like didn't know her name and was like, oh, like Kylan. And I was like, okay, no, that is literally her name. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think this is her on Etsy? Oh, maybe she's designing things. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe. Okay. I don't I doubt it. All right. I hope she's doing well. I hope she's doing great. Um, I do too. Let's talk about uh, Lauren. Lauren is our lingerie model. Mm-hmm. She's and the one that La- said that her IQ smartest is probably around 500. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Smartest person on the cast, bar none. Yeah. Lauren, I think, is our other star. You know, yes. I think I think Richard is our like flagship, you know, geek. And then Lauren is our, you know, this is the beauty that we should mm-hmm. all be looking at. Not to say that she's more beautiful than the beauties, but I think her personality pops yeah. the most on screen. Her f- in this yeah, her face is like memorable to me. Like, I just like, I completely agree, Chappelle, that like she was the beauty that I was just like, yes, okay. Like, mm-hmm. and she just definitely has like a very infectious like personality. So she yeah. definitely pops. Yes. She's used to dating uh, six, five baseball players also been there have you okay get it yeah okay all right uh and then we have our most unique get it sorry it's like the best thing that's ever happened to me (laughs) erica is a life-size barbie doll no barbie model She's not an actual okay, doll. Okay, but Chappelle doesn't really but, explain I, 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 that, anything that's more. That's what her, her Chiron says. Life-size Barbie doll. Barbie, no, it says Barbie model. It says Barbie. But model? again. Uh, on Wikipedia, it says life-size Barbie doll, too. Okay, I wrote down from her Chiron, it says life-size Barbie model. Again, model. What I don't know what that means. Does she... What I, I it still doesn't really explain a she lot for me. What a life size stores. Yeah, she like. Oh my god, do you think so? Moving. And like, yeah, when you come in, maybe at that big toy store that's in New York, you know, the one from Home Alone, and yeah, she's just like standing in the corner, like yeah, she's in the corner hanging, handing out like Barbie dream houses or something, <laughs> but like in complete Barbie garb. But yeah, mm-hmm. definitely a Barbie model. I would hate to see if she was an actual doll and. <laughs> Because that would lead us back to our previous conversation about flashlights, and I don't yeah, really- yes, yeah. Somebody, yeah. somebody, talk to Eric. Um, yeah. <laughs> but do you think that she's like one of the like, or like in the commercials where like the Barbie comes to life or whatever, and then it's like yeah. human? Like, do you think that's a life size yeah. Barbie model? Like, yeah. I don't know. Again, this cool. is someone who's LinkedIn. I would be interested in seeing. Oh uh, yeah, yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, Where was she working? Yeah. Interestingly, uh, yeah, there's been a push to uh, get Bryce back on Renap to talk about Life Size, the movie where uh, Tyra, Banks Tyra Banks is a mm-hmm. life size uh, Barbie doll. That sounds like amazing. I'm <laughs> all in on that idea. Yeah, I've never sure. seen this movie, but I, yeah, I will listen to that. Well, podcast. Wait, a, wait a minute. What? IMDb says that Erica was on Worst Cooks in America in 2011. Hmm. Oh. Um, okay, Barbie. I think 
Erica might have some layers. So she, are, yeah, <laughs> she clearly all. didn't learn anything about cooking <laughs> and on her time on Beauty and the Geek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so we get seven of our geeks in one room, seven of our beauties in the other room, and and then our uh, great host uh, comes in and tells uh, the women. Listen, you know what it's like to be beautiful, but do any of you know what it's like to get a 1600 on your SATs? You're telling me all these guys got a perfect score on the SATs, Chappelle? I highly doubt it. Um, you know, I no, no. But it was kind of like one of those things like, let me say something so like, you know, out of reach that I know none of you are going to go, well, actually, mm-hmm. you know, like you got to make sure they can't say like, have any of y'all ever like got accepted to a gr- or, like an Ivy League school? And then Erica's like, I actually like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Did you get a perfect score? OK, then you ain't smart enough. <laughs> you have to shut her down. <laughs> yeah, then he goes over and tells the guys like, uh, none of you have ever had a drink bought for you or have had anybody to be nice to you because of your looks. But they no. have. Can can we please nope. not overlook the worst thing that I heard this entire episode, please. which was when Brian McFadden says, you never had someone tell you that your body is a wonderland. Yes. <laughs> yes. But these women have across the hall. Yes. Like, Do you know how many of them have most- been with John Mayer? <laughs> All of probably them. More than, All probably of more them. than you expect. Probably <laughs> their sisters. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Was that a real pickup line in 2005? Let, let no. me direct Jenny, let me direct this question to Rob. Yeah. Rob. Okay. Have you ever told a woman your body is a wonderland? Um not uh unironically. <laughs> I like, still want that story. <laughs> I I don't even know what I would say if someone said that to me, like non like unironically like i would i would probably be like you have to go like you have to leave <laughs> you get away we can me. never speak of this interaction ever again mm-hmm. that was the worst thing i've ever heard like turn around and walk out of the room mm-hmm. oh speaking like, of rooms yeah, yeah the room only room. john mayer can get away with that oh my god <laughs> no and one Right, he got and away even with then, it, you couldn't. It's like, right. yeah, it's he could today. then, he couldn't now. Yeah, yeah, it's not in 2021. Oh my gosh, and he could probably still. Honestly, he could probably still get away with it. It's, it's really sad. Um, but you know, speaking of rooms, the room that they put the 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 geeks in. Ooh. I love how they like. Yeah. Let's make them feel comfortable by putting sciencey things in here. So put a microscope a, in there. Yeah. And, uh, it was like lava like, lamps. Yeah. yeah. The lava lamps was like it was like yeah, all yeah. These science things and then like a lava lamp. I was just what like was thunder, what? Yeah. like balls. With yeah. The in case They're somebody really wants to, to do the experiment where they bring Frankenstein <laughs> to life, uh, we got that machine in there. Yeah. I didn't notice if there was anything thematically like in the in the beauty's room, but like it was like we're really trying to push the theme here. Like, let's put the guys in here with their science gadget. Yeah, <laughs> well, they, with the beauties, what they did was they showed more of like their reaction to the house. When the guys walked in, they looked super nervous, and they walked them into the science room, and they said, "Oh, thank God, science!" Oh, but yeah. then when the beauties came in, they're oh, like, "Oh, an abacus!" At- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I love abacuses. Mm-hmm. Then when the beauties came in, they're like looking at the spiral staircase and like, "Oh my gosh!" So I think they were trying to give you what each person is more interested in in some convoluted way. But I still don't understand the science behind having the lava lamp here. <laughs> Look cool. That was it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. So we have like kind of like a weird draft where uh, people are going to like walk across the hall and introduce themselves. And then 
they sort of say hi, and then one of the other, uh, the the women will pick a guy, and then uh, like a guy will jump at like whatever woman walks in the room. Chuck goes first, uh, seemingly kind of normal, right? Doesn't uh, yeah. present as uh, super awkward or unusual, right? He he fumbles his words a little bit, but I think that what he his pitch was actually quite good, where he says that, you know, he works at, I guess, at a hospital because he's like a med student. And he's like, he's really good at taking like complicated things and explaining them to people. So he's trying to say, like, I would be a good partner because I'm going to teach you things and I'm really good at teaching like complicated things and making them like understandable. Like, you know, he, he was kind of a little awkward at first, but I I think that he had like one of the only pitches that was like actually about like why they would be a good park partner to pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck is the reminder that this is not a dating show. He comes in there and he says, look, yeah. these are my skills. Who wants me? And, you know, I believe it's Kaitlyn who's like, yeah, Kaitlyn. Okay. Yeah. It's Kaitlyn. Kaitlyn's like, Oh, okay, fine. You know, that, that sounds good. Um, and so she, the, all the girls, first of all, all these women are so sweet to these guys. Like they come in, they do their little nerdy spiel. And then they like the, the girls all go, oh, after all, every person who walks in the room. First of all, yeah. that is the most condescending thing you can do. Somebody, oh, my God, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. a naughty little sweet little thing. Oh, he's like, it's a neurologist. Like, okay. And so, then so she cute gra- with your pants. Yeah. So she hops science. right up. Yeah, like, you got science. That's so cute. Come with me. So she grabs him <laughs> by the hand and leads him to the, like, we got to go find a room. But it needs to, like, you know, we have to, like, share the bed. Like, we can't. Well, she yeah. was, like, one of the ones, like, we can't share the bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were, like, there must have been only been a few rooms with, like, separate beds. Yeah, Jenny, can you explain the, the, the sleeping situation of, so once they're paired Honestly. up. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of forgot about this part and it's like a little weird and I don't love it in like 2021. Like, I don't even love it on Big Brother where like they're forcing Mm -hmm. them to like share beds. But in like, at least in Big Brother, it's like, okay, like all the like women can share like beds with women if they feel more comfortable with that. Like they're literally in some of the cases because there are so there only are so many rooms with separate beds. Like no matter what you are having to share a room and or a bed with your mm-hmm. with your partner which I was like oh, this is like kind of a weird part of it and I I definitely feel like they play it up because like we we see them talk about it um you know throughout this whole part of the episode where it's like oh like I've never shared a bed with a woman before mm-hmm. and like all that yeah. stuff like it's definitely like meant to like amplify the like you know the awkwardness of right. the whole um mm-hmm. you know like interaction because the rest of the experiment isn't that let's see if we can get these couples together that have picked out but then all of a sudden it's like and you'll also share a bit yeah it's i think that's just that's just there to add like to add some sort of like awkwardness and to like make the men uncomfortable well to make everyone uncomfortable basically because it's like oh like it's you know all the men are like oh i like i don't have success with women and now i'm like sharing a bed with one with a beautiful woman Mm -hmm. and like the women are like, this is so effing weird. Like, I hate yeah. this. Yeah. Although I don't so, recall one of the guys saying like, uh, find a room with twin beds. Yeah. <laughs> right. They definitely, in, in fact, you know, some of them are really like, oh, I need to find a, like a full bed to <laughs> yeah. share with you. I'm like, oh, mm. this is kind of creepy, but. 
That was the fun <laughs> thing about Keitel and herself, though, because she walks into a room, there's a big bed, and she goes, yeah, let's go find one with two beds. And so mm-hmm. Keitel is one of the only beauties that says, no, 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 we're not sharing a bed. It's so funny that she's the one who hopped up first, but she was also the one who was like, look, since I'm first, I get, to, I get dibs. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, like, maybe, I don't know if they got to see the mansion before they went into their little rooms, but, like, decent strategy, like, you know, you say, okay, I think I can deal with this guy. I'm just, I'm getting the first room. Emerging gameplay. Yeah. 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 Her mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Her power. Uh, all right. Crystal is going to walk over next to the guys and uh, she introduces herself. Uh, she's the NBA uh, dancer. Nobody knows who the Sixers are. Uh, <laughs> Brad is going to still jump at this. Yeah. I mean, Crystal is beautiful. So, I mean, it's like, you got to pick a beauty. Go no one it. knows the Sixers. This one doesn't seem so bad. Let's go for it. Brad hops right up. I, I appreciate the confidence that some of these geeks are giving because I think that's the reason why they were cast, right? They're not great in social situations. And so I was happy to see Brad kind of grab life by the horns and just jump up and be the first one to volunteer. Mm-hmm. And Crystal was happy too. She was like, okay, yeah, like this. Yeah. He's, like, he's like an okay guy. Like mm-hmm. she kind of... I don't know. Maybe she got a glance at the full picture and was like, this mm-hmm. guy seems kind of normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, Richard is up third. Uh, okay. And uh, he goes in to go and uh, meets the women. Uh, the women don't seem to love him, Chappelle. You, you were glancing right over. You have to give them the picture of Richard's power, okay? First of all, Richard loses rock, paper, scissors. So that's why he has to go next. So he plays rock, paper, scissors. He's like, okay, fine. I got this. He pulls up his big boy pants. They are huge. And he walks like with a purpose. He marches right into that room. He flings the curtain open and just kind of leers at the women like, here I am. Here's Richard. And I'm just like, oh, God, please, please help him. The whole and entry was beautiful. He has a whole moment. I think it was even in slow motion. Like the moment <laughs> the, the curtain starts opening up, he's just like, bam, it's Richard. And... <laughs> he says, I see what is the best looking of God's children. Yes, when I look God's around. children. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so fluid in his movement. His shirt is so big. His pants, so big. Um, but and his confidence so- in that more moment, so big. So big. Like he did command that room, Chappelle. He like, did. You know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. and like that is the moment where everyone like the the women had to step back and be like, okay, like yeah. he he had mm-hmm. another good pitch. He says, "I can teach you about a lot of things." And Mindy, who he picked, was like, "Look, mm-hmm. he can teach people a lot, of, a lot of things, and I don't know a lot of things." And I felt seen and heard and felt in that moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, "I too, Mindy, don't know a lot of things." Thank Come on, Richard, let's go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mindy described him. Uh, he's like the white Urkel. Uh, <laughs> Checks out. Good branding. Yeah, I'm not arguing with that at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's Minkus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. he checks out. Yeah. Can uh, we talk about when they go and find the bed? So Richard is one of the, the people that I was like, okay, Richard, like, slow your roll, buddy. Where he's like, <laughs> oh, we're finding a double bed. Like, and he's like storming through. Like, he's he's opening doors and he's like all over the freaking place with his arms and his limbs flailing everywhere and they they settle on a bed they're sharing a bed and like mindy warms up very quickly and and is is like i'm gonna have to spoon you later and (laughs) richard if like he 
if he's acting, this is beautiful. It's a great <laughs> moment. Uh, and he, he doesn't understand what's happening. He said, what? Are you going to feed me later? Are we going to have some soup? <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, yeah, Richard. That's what they yeah, call it. Yeah, there's going to be some yeah, soup. Some soup, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Ready for the hot Richard, soup. Good. Yeah. Richard has never been the little spoon before, and I can tell you it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh okay. boy. All right. Good Oop. for Richard. Uh yeah. <laughs> all right. Scarlet comes across the hall. Uh then we we yada yada a couple of these. Uh then uh we get uh her with Sean. Mm-hmm. She drags him to another single bedroom. Sean yeah. is kind of taken aback because Scarlet's like, let's go. Um she also was a salsa dancer. We get to know that about Scarlett a little bit uh, because I think previous to this, we only thought that she was a, a model for the beer, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, salsa dancing, beer model. I like Scarlett a lot. I'm happy that she, uh, you know, she chose him and she moved relatively quickly. You know, yada, yada. Yeah. What I didn't love about Scarlett is she made like a comment about being like, oh, I thought there might be some attractive men, but like, no, there were no attractive <laughs> men. And I was like, Girl, we're trying to grow here, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're like, you don't have to be talking about how unattractive you find these men. Like, you're going to get something out of this experience, and they have something to offer. And maybe yeah. they just need a makeover, Scarlet. Okay, like, I didn't love down. that from mm-hmm. her, but <laughs> no, she she has a couple good quotes. I like when they announced the two hundred fifty thousand dollars prize, and she said, two hundred fifty thousand dollars can buy me stuff." Yes. Yeah, I, I deeply relate to that. I was like, oh, that's more money for me to spend. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm that. sorry, what is savings? Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's go. Let's go, Scarlett. Jenny, did the contestants know what the show was? Like, is this one of oh, those? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, in a short answer, I, I couldn't remember. Maybe after the first season, I think, because obviously, like, the, sure. you know, it's aired it's at aired. this point. Yeah. But I did, I did notice that when the beauties came up, um, our good friend Brian McFadden says, you you guys are probably wondering why you're here. Do you want to find out? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, all right, well, come inside. Come with me. And mm-hmm. like, so he he really laid it out in such a way that I'm like, did these, what did these girls think they were getting themselves into? Like, I feel bad if they were mm-hmm. like totally blindsided about what the show is supposed to be. Right. And it's very possible. Like, I don't know. The mid 2000s reality. I mean, it's still shady, but like, I feel there's some shady stuff going on and there were people just trying to get on TV and be famous. And they're just showing up to some mansion and they're like, Oh, this isn't the bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> Cause the idea from the producers is sort of like, uh, well, you, you ladies don't really know a lot of stuff. And then so, and so there's going to be like some teachers who are going to like teach you things that you don't you don't already know. But they all seem on board with it. They're like, oh, OK, yeah. this is practical. They probably don't mention that they're going to be sharing a bed with a strange man. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I'm not sure which one of the women uh, summed it up like this. And I want him to see someone on the street that's beautiful and say, you know what? She might wear a retainer to bed or you know what? Like that girl might have just pooped her pants. Yeah. <laughs> what woman is walking down the street? Street? you know just they're pants. just women are just um, like us let's be just very clear that was erica yes and we will get to erica in just a moment because i have a lot of thoughts about miss erica she just wants them to know that geeks are normal so i'm very happy that she got to link up with my one of my favorite geeks on the show mr joe from minnesota joe but that yes. escalated so quickly like 
Where is a retainer at night here? Pooping your pants in public here. Like <laughs> what a lot of people where? might think maybe an attractive woman doesn't poop her pants. <laughs> do unattractive women poop their pants? Just like do, you and do me. Do men yeah. poop their pants? Yeah. Do unattractive men like do, sure. does attractiveness correlate with Everyone's like, pooping their pants. People just didn't but, think about that yeah. then. then. Yeah, like, yeah okay. the, the pants do not discriminate against mm-hmm. who. That's why they're so big, Jenny. <laughs> you need room. Yeah. You need room for the poop. For mm-hmm. the poop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, just, I see. Um, Erica's making some points. Now that I think about it, you yeah. know, she might be right. She might be on something. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Joe <laughs> is going to get paired up with Erica. And was Joe very short? Yeah. He is short. He's a short king. He's small. Um, <laughs> no, nah, she's right. Him. That's that's the first thing Erica says. Like he's short. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. But they were like, oh, yeah. Erica's like, he's just this itty bitty short guy. But like, I don't know. I, I think they all again. And I think that everything about Joe's like demeanor is like small. Um, in that like Ouch. he's no 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 like in that he's like he's. He's softer spoken. He's timid. Like he's not flailing all over the place like Richard. Like he's probably the same height as Richard. But like, mm-hmm. like I said, for such a small man, Richard takes up a lot of space. And I feel like like Joe is very like shy and polite. And you know what I mean? Like there's just like he's just got this small energy to him. Um but I loved I love that Erica in her in her big shoes just like walks over and she's like, Yeah. Cause like, listen, let's give some love to the short guys, okay? Like, I feel like it's such a thing where men are very insecure about their height and they're lying about it on their, like, you know, dating apps and stuff like that. And I just feel like, give some love to the short guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And Erica decides to do that. And so I respect her. PSA. Does she give, does she give love okay. to the short guy? Well, she mm. at least, okay. Well, she at least chose him that as a partner. Something. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. So. I think there's only again, one other guy left, right? They don't see, yeah. they don't see the, like, they don't see the other options, which is interesting yeah. about this draft is that like, they go into the room of the other sex. And then they go out into the hallway and then that that person who wants to pick them comes out into the hallway to greet them. So yeah. that is an interesting part of like the strategy of picking is that they like they don't actually get to see what the other options are. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so. Yeah. And then I think the and it's 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 too it's it's kind of kind of weird, too, that the last two people were kind of the shorter two people, because I believe Bill is short as well. Is that correct? Um, I think short. Uh, yeah, well, Lauren just says that she's used to six five athletes, so we know Bill is not six five. Okay, mm-hmm. but under six five, are we we qualifying anything under six five as short? Because then anything we have to talk under about six two and a half. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Phil T safe. Yeah, same, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that the last couple? Yeah. Um, okay. All right, that's it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and right. Cheryl and Eric are partners by default. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. There's uh, all right, Cher- Cheryl and Eric. Okay. Um, and so they all get together and we see that uh, Chuck has an Achilles heel. Uh, <laughs> Chuck gets uh, a lot of nosebleeds. He just gets really worked up and excited. Yeah. I, I, I like Chuck. I do. 
But yeah. man, that's got to be a, a horrible nervous tick. Like you start panicking and like I, I was in a weird meeting earlier today and it was just like, oh my God, my nose almost started bleeding. Like, you know, so <laughs> mm-hmm. I can just imagine not being able to turn that off, you know? Yeah. I, like I that happens to me. I, I get like a nose. Are you a nose bleeder? I, I do. Uh, it's not like it's not because it's like um like I'm nervous. Like it's just like sometimes like uh, I'll get, I like I just get them and I get like one like every day for like two weeks and then I don't have it again for like uh like I luckily I've never had to like stop a live podcast to be like uh sorry oh. hold on nosebleed took me out. That's pretty impressive <laughs> considering how often you're like doing it's been a miracle yeah it's a miracle that it's never that's never happened when was the last time you had a nosebleed Uh, you know i I actually had a lot uh this week what yeah Yeah. but then i I don't have it for like uh like months and months but a lot of times like when the heat is on i was gonna say is it like a is it like a barometric pressure type thing (laughs) it's not pressure it's just like when they i think when the heat is on in the house i think it's dry oh Oh. i thought it might have been like a stress thing like i wonder if there's something in your podcast world that perhaps yeah Yeah. like when you're doing podcasts you don't want to do or something Mm -hmm. right so if your nose starts bleeding here i'm gonna get like really upset that's that's my tell (laughs) um and so uh we're here's what we're gonna do uh you're gonna teach these women with flashcards some fifth grade stuff that they should know. And then the women are going to teach you how to dance. Uh, Richard is excited to learn how to dance. Uh, this is Richard upon learning that he would uh, find out how to dance in this show. Am I excited for Mindy to teach me how to dance? Aha. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, Richard. Yes, big pants. <laughs> Dance pants. Uh-huh. I, I, uh-huh. uh-huh. Keep uh-huh. that on the soundboard uh-huh. forever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, Richard. Um, <laughs> Richard has a that. lot of movement already, the erratic. And so I think if you channel this energy into yeah. it, well, I thought that if you channel this energy into a dance, it could turn into something uh something nice but uh unfortunately i probably was wrong because i we end up seeing the product of richard's dance lessons and uh well he could go for a few more that's all i'm saying it's like the elaine like dance from seinfeld yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like shades of like sweet fancy uh, noses uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite person who was panicking about uh uh i guess the dance i think it was uh was it Joe who was like, I'm white to the point of being no, clear? No, it was Brad. It was Brad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like the, the most white shit, too, where he's like, I'm white of, to the point of being clear. Like, I can't dance to the hip hop. I can't. I cannot right now. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, Rob. Did you catch any of the flashcards? Like any of the, the study material? Like, no, uh, I, I thought it was a kind of insulting to the women that they were like, uh, like had like flashcards that you would like have for like a little kid. Well, it is kind of insulting until you ask them the question that they don't know the answer. I believe mean, <laughs> the question was spell nickel. And her response was nickel is hard to spell. Yeah. Um, and of uh, relatable because yeah. E before L, L before yeah. E. Yeah. There's no rule about that. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, when they asked the women to spell calendar, I was like, you know what? Uh, I think I would Depends struggle with day. that. Depends on the day, for sure. They should have asked someone to spell Kaidalin's name. Oh <laughs> spell Kaidalin. Yeah. Kaidalin, spell your name. Yeah. yeah. I liked, where is Bangkok? Korea? I was like, yes. I don't know geography at all. Yeah. So me this neither. is my week. Yeah. So you could tell me something is somewhere and I'd be like, sure. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so we got to, we first had a spelling bee. 
Uh, there's a couple of easy ones. That's the uh, Lauren spell tattoo. You got to get tattoo. I've seen so many people spell this word wrong, Rob. Mm. Hey, like Rob. so many people. Yeah, they forget about they they spell it the same way that Lauren did. They Mm -hmm. they forget that second T. It's double T double O. But it's one of those words. If you sound it out, you're probably going to get it wrong. Like tattoo. Like okay, yeah. You're like, there's nothing. Yeah, like I can see where you're like, why is there two T's? Mm -hmm. If they're thinking that it's tattoo instead of Mm -hmm. you know maybe if you want to break it up into two, you're saying tattoo, right? So then you got the two T's. Yeah, and in Lauren's defense. They put them in a spelling bee in front of a crowd yeah. of like grown people. Like they walked them out in front of an auditorium of people. Like if I don't feel secure about my intelligence, I definitely don't want to be on display in front of people. People who study for spelling bees for years and get up there and get nervous. Mm-hmm. This woman had been there for a day and she was not ready to be thrust in front of all these people who are waiting on her to be dumb because you have to know that they know these women are going to screw some of this up. Yeah, so yeah. they've had they, someone explain to them like why mm-hmm. like, there's not like a bunch of random people in an auditorium. Like yeah. they know what how they're supposed to be reacting to everything. So yeah. Je- Jenny, any other words you remember from the spelling bee? So we got, you got the calendar. So it wasn't was all, it wasn't all spelling bee. So so it was um it was tattoo. It was um calendar, and then Some geography. There too. were like geography. It was like the West Virginia yeah. thing. Oh, this one. Um, so another geography was what's more north? Is it North Dakota or South Carolina? No, it Carolina? was North Carolina or South Dakota. Oh, which right. one yes, which sorry. one is yes. more north? Yes. And you think, Crystal. oh, obviously you're gonna say North Carolina, but no, no. it's South Dakota because the South women Dakota is one struggled of the with the states. trick questions. Yeah, they, they were, were really, very tricky. Yeah. Um, and then I guess um someone got asked. To name three states with the new, and they only <laughs> yeah. got New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I don't know. You guys have a lot of states. Like mm-hmm. I, yeah. I guess it's hard. So well, that was that was one of the questions, Jenny. I think the second question was how many states are in the United States? Yeah, and yes. and and whoever went second, I don't remember who it was. It was Cheryl. Yeah, they said fifty, and was very happy. And I was thinking. Well, that's honestly probably a harder question than tattoo. Like, I think, well, I had a moment yeah. where I was like, "What year was this?" Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, is it forty nine? Is it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, is it, but it I at least had, can uh, say like I'm Canadian. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, the the show was leaning into a lot of the, like the period questions as well, right? Because this is like yeah, later you had on, to, you almost had to be there to yeah. know what the hell they were talking about. It was um, topical stuff. Yeah, or, like yeah. in the last round, there's a lot of topical yes, questions. Yeah. Uh, for sure. So, yeah, the last question uh, for Mindy is the letters IA are abbreviation for what state? Iowa. Uh, Mindy gets it. Richard uh, jumps out there in Chappelle. Uh, he goes, he kisses her feet. He did the absolute most. First of all, he just <laughs> met this woman yesterday. He jumps on stage on like, like on all fours almost, like crawls on stage, tackles her, picks her up, like sh- shakes the, the hell out of her, like, like Woody off a toy store. She's like, Bah-h-h-h-h! and then he just like dives to the ground and kisses her feet. Richard, you n- nasty individual. You don't just yeah. kiss people's dirty feet, sir. Just met her. Get up. Yeah, get up. You don't barely even know this woman. But he where have so- those feet been? <laughs> yeah, where have those feet been? Uh, but yeah, you barely even know her. Richard, uh, so 
one of the things I like about the casting of this show is that everyone seems so genuine. But like Jenny said, is Richard a plant? Because this was a lot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was Richard was a performer? The uh, Jenny, do you have any thoughts on this? I do have thoughts on this. I I feel like the rest of the guys are like as as we've been saying are pretty normal and they just have like little quirks about them and you know, you can tell that they they've never been in front of a camera before because they're not really sure how to act and they they don't have they don't quite have that energy. Richard, you know, he's he's definitely geeky in that he's dressed funny and he's got his like glasses and you know, he's he's eccentric and and but there's so much about why he's weird that I'm like you could easily just like put that on. Mhm. Yeah. So, I mean, tinfoil hat like I'm like, you know, if you want to make sure that you've got someone on the cast that really brings the comedy um i don't think it's outside the realm yeah. of possibility that you just get like a guy that is really acting and playing yeah. things up so yeah it's like a chicken or the egg thing like it he i don't think he was like a groundling before this that he like developed this character and then they cast him but then once he is this character he is going to you know make a living doing appearances as uh richard rubin for, for sure for a while yeah. Yeah, Rob, he's probably in the same mold as you in a way, where it's like you've you were dying to get in front of the camera. And so when Survivor the Amazon started, it was like, boom, this is Rob. Welcome to the Rob show. Yeah. And it's kind of like that. Like, you know, in your regular life, you're, 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 you know, a funny guy. But when you put the camera on him, you just pop. And I yeah. think this so was true, Richard's Chappelle. pop. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. If Ashton Kutcher would have would have found me two years earlier, I could have been yeah. right out there with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Could have been too wow, wow, we really missed out. <laughs> yeah. What have your what would your Chiron have been if you were like cast as one of these? Yeah, geeks, maybe Rob? uh like obsessed with game shows. Oh, okay. Dad, that works. Dream? Isn't that your dream to host the prices, right? Dad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would have had to like come up with like some sort of like one liner like about like like when you see the women, they're like, Oh, they're I wouldn't on bet down. one dollar. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't bet hey, one dollar. Come on down. Yeah. yeah. Come on down is great. <laughs> <laughs> Write that Coming down. Coming to you live from my mom's basement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we get to our dancing contest and uh, that look, I don't know if I would have done much better here, but, uh, Chappelle, Eric just gives up. Yeah, immediately. I did, yeah. I did not love this from Eric. Eric got up there. He saw those people. He was like, look, I'm not winning this. Yeah. I'm out. And, you know, I would like to see some more commitment from someone like Eric, because I really do think like these people were in a good, these people were in a, a situation where they could learn something, but they also went up, went a bunch of money and he was willing to throw it all away. Like, I'm not about to embarrass yeah. myself in front of these people. I'm sorry. So he gave up mm-hmm. instantly. Um, I was impressed by some of the people though, like Chuck. Chuck had some moves. Chuck uh, hit some moves until the nosebleed did him in. The faucet reopens. Yeah, yeah. He had. He was go. He was getting it. I was like, okay, Chuck. And then next thing I know, she's wiping blood off of his face. I'm like, ma'am, you're too invested in this. Let him. Let y'all got to call it. At some point, you just have to say, like, pull an Eric and say, okay, we're done here. This man is bleeding. It's like a boxing match. Yeah. See, yes. 
I I would have been Kaitlyn in this is situation where I'm like, I don't want you to get blood on your shirt. And I am also just kind of gross where I'm like, I don't because like you could tell like Chuck was weirded out by it where he's like, I'm in the medical field and it's so weird that she was touching my blood. But like I think in the moment where I'd be like, I'm I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you out and make sure that this faucet stops like spurting mm-hmm. here. I probably would have been weird and and touched his bloody nose as well. Of course you would have. I told you the story checks out, Jenny. You were these girls. You were <laughs> like these guys are like so nervous around you and their and their nose is bleeding. You're like, it's fine. You wipe your nose and they go home and think about it. Like she touched my fluids. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. She's amazing. She's so pretty. She touched my fluids. Who is this woman? And then the next day you walk past them like hi and they're like, oh my God. You know, so and then I just keep going. Yeah, you're like, bye. <laughs> you're not six five. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to talk about this in therapy, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, well, not as much as okay. the nosebleed guys. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah. They've been talking about it for years. I was look, I was proud of Chuck because despite his nosebleed and his fear of dancing, he said he does not let his life be controlled by fear, and I appreciate that. So I was happy that he went out and gave it a shot. Um, again, he did better than Eric. At least Eric. At least he tried. Yeah. Okay, uh, then uh, Richard is up, and Richard put a lot of pressure on himself, Jenny. Yeah, he. Well, so we get to hear a little bit about like what a perfectionist Richard is, and like, like he really just wants to do well, and like, so so um, Mindy tells him like, you know what, just be funny. That's gonna work. Like, which spoiler, it does. Um, and so he's doing uh-huh. this flailing. <laughs> he's flailing all over, turning his m- movements somehow into dance moves. But again, if this was a choreographed thing, I don't know what it was. But apparently, he missed. He messed up one step at some point, and he's like really beating himself up during. You know the where like, they <laughs> yeah. had this like weird like bathroom that they went to like backstage or something. It was like a dressing room. And he was like, he was just really, really beating himself up. And this is where we get like a little bit more like dimension to Richard's character where it's like, you know, he really like puts this pressure on himself to do well. And, and you have Mindy trying to be like, it's not a big deal. And he was like, oh, I got too complacent. You already won the quiz. And I just like messed it up. And she's like, it's fine. It's like not a big deal. So I enjoyed that we get a little bit more to like, you know, Richard is not just like there maybe there's a reason why he's like putting on this character mm-hmm. so much because he's really trying so hard to like impress people. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Good point. Uh, I think that the fact that he is so upset over this, I think this Chappelle, this is a point for maybe uh, that Richard's a real guy. He's not a player. Yeah. It, it seemed very genuine, but also a little over the top at the same time though. Mm. Cause like, you know, it's like, like Jenny said, maybe, he, maybe he, wants to do well and so maybe he's not a plant but again you turn the camera on and he's like I have to be the geek right I have to like embody this because I don't want people to be disappointed in the show like I want people to watch this and think this geek is himself and so he gives it all to that moment and yeah in the dance he gave it his all and he didn't do as well as he wanted to and so we started, we kind of witnessed him have a panic attack I did however laugh when he said you know I think we just got complacent after the spelling be like oh my god like, yeah. like he really like going over the like the, the tape in his head yeah. like nah, he dropped the ball yeah that was and, when I yeah that and was then Mindy, Mindy was offended I think 
Yeah. yeah. Well, because she said, no, Richard, it wasn't you. I missed the move. She was trying to make him feel better. And he was like, yeah, you got complacent. Duh. Like, <laughs> like hold on. Yeah, like, I, Minnie, I know. I Look, I did what I needed to do, but I didn't know I was going to have to drag you along with me. God. You're getting to like a preview of like the mixed communication that can happen mm-hmm. when you know, two very different people. <laughs> So Joe and Erica go. Erica reminds Joe, very important to uh, keep a smile on uh, Joe's face because you want to make sure that's how you let the audience know you're having fun, which is really uh, one of my secrets uh, when I'm podcasting, like in the middle of a Big Brother season that I just smile the whole time. uh, And then people think that I'm enjoying it. <laughs> that's that's one of my secrets too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking at uh, Wikipedia. I believe that uh, Joe has transitioned uh, after the the filming of Beauty and the Geek in 2005. Um, Joe is now known as uh, Lily Joe Hansen. And so, uh, no disrespect, of course, um, to Joe that we were talking about on the 2005 show Beauty and the Geek. Uh, but uh, it looks like they are now going by uh, Lily Joe Hansen. Yes. Uh, yeah, I see the link on the Wikipedia page, uh, which links to Lily Hansen uh, and cites uh, Lily's work in the TV show uh, Beauty and the Geek. Yeah, we don't want to confuse anybody by switching it up. But yeah, Lily Joe, Joe for short, just for the case of this. But, you know, we want to be respectful to all the people involved. All right. So we have a winner in our dance off uh, and it is going to be Richard and Mindy. Wow, two wins. Did we get yeah. second place? They didn't say they just said that that uh 35% of the vote was Richard. We mm-hmm. didn't get to hear who what how what the vote split was whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where you got to commit to the bit, right? So, uh like Richard goes out on stage and even though it was a little goofy and you know, kind of everywhere, you could tell he had committed. Like Mindy, was it is Mindy, right? His partner yeah. gave him such a good like a good strategy is like if you're having a good time, people will have a good time with you. If you commit, they will commit. People love Urkel. People <laughs> love Urkel, right? And it wasn't like, oh, I wish Urkel was less Urkel so I could like him. It's like, no, we like we like the suspenders and you know the the the, the voice and the glasses and all that stuff. So yeah, embrace the thing that makes you you, and then you can win the competition. And it, it worked right out. Mindy Mindy knows a little bit about stuff as well, even though she mm-hmm. doesn't want to admit it. Okay. We have a wild scene at the end of the night here where we're going to have a hot tub party. Oh, you know it was coming. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, let's have a hot tub party here. They have to celebrate Mindy and Richard's win. Yeah. It's a yeah. big hot tub. Like they fit like the whole cast in there. Mm-hmm. Now, now hold on. And they gave them champagne, right? But in the preview, like the, you know, the introduction of the 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 show did richard say he got drunk one time and it was like a scene from kafka did he say that <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> how so what in what right. way what i have no idea what that means like yeah. he said it and then they gave him the champagne i'm thinking why are we is this the scene is this the moment is are we about to witness the thing but it doesn't really get out uh-huh. of hand oh no 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 <laughs> Uh, but it doesn't Kafka. really get out of here. Oh, gosh. The, the women end up in the hot tub in the water and the, the geeks are just on the outside of the peripheral, just kind of just standing, just look staring mm-hmm. at them. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, someone like said that they were like all wearing their like, like their sw- like swimsuits, like above their belly yeah. button, like on their ribs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's just so bad because it put you, it reminded you of like one of those like middle school dances where all the women are on one side and all the, the guys are on the other side or something. It's just, it kind of puts you in that mind where they're all the, the beauties are like, woo, like it's fun. Let's get to know each other. We love when, uh, like guys are spontaneous and trustworthy. <laughs> and the guys are like, oh, y'all like that? We're just going to sit over here and, mm-hmm. and talk about it. <laughs> no, I'll show me. you how spontaneous I am as I sit like completely like. <laughs> Enclosed, <laughs> like please get away in from a me. shell. Right, I've got and, two toes in the water. Right, and the, look and how the spontaneous I am. Yeah, well, the only one who was spontaneous, I guess, was Brad because yeah. he was in the water. Right? Yeah, he yeah. was. He was in there. Yeah, Brad. And was maybe in there. it worked. Maybe it worked. Yeah, and so uh Brad catches the attention of Erica, who's like, uh "What is Brad cute?" Yeah, and again, and- it's like she's had a couple glasses of champagne and, <laughs> and it's a reasonable question to ask. Is like, is he cute? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Is he it's, just it's- wet and I'm a little bit And you're wet drunk? as well from the... Well, you could also be wet from the jacuzzi. Um, yeah. Hot tub. Everyone's uh, wet. Mm-hmm. Everyone's wet. Yeah. When people get wet, decisions are made. Uh, you know, I think I think whistle the whistle is had, wet from the champagne. Right. I think the yeah. witness had something to do with it for sure. Because at this point he's not in his baggy clothes. Yeah. He's he let his hair down a little bit. Yeah. You know, you know so the it slick, gave him a he bit. slicks it back. He's got the yeah. he's got the Ben Higgins thing going on and mm-hmm. he's dripping. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh <laughs> she goes back to the room. Uh, that actually that she goes into so Brad is partners with Crystal and then she comes into their room where was Crystal during all this so I think Brad and Crystal had separate beds okay so but- I think they were they got one of the rooms did they put um, a sock were- on the door or they kick Crystal oh, out Crystal well, I don't think they like I don't think they got inappropriate like in terms of like I think there was just maybe some cuddling and and slight canoodling mm-hmm. um because I'm pretty sure you see when when uh, Erica enters the room, you can see the the other bed that Crystal is in. So it's like mm-hmm. on opposite ends of the room on a different wall. Um, so I think it's, so. Erica comes in and says that she needs to cuddle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think that they like you know there was a full on thing going on mm-hmm. with Crystal in the other bed, but Crystal is definitely aware <laughs> that Erica is there. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it wasn't it. Crystal who was like, I saw Erica come in the room, and I was like, "What the hell is happening?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay, Crystal. girl. Like, girl, what? <laughs> this mm-hmm. is a choice. Crystal's <laughs> like, "It's been one night, girl." Like, <laughs> right, like, I mean, more power <laughs> to you, but definitely a choice. Definitely <laughs> a choice. Um, yeah, it was. She, she said, "I just want a warm body to spend the night with," and I, you know, whatever. We can all kind of relate to just, you know, you no know, like everyone, no one likes sleeping alone all the time. So, you know, yeah, but like imagine. Imagine just being like referred to as like like watching this back and being like, I just wanted a warm body to lay next mm-hmm. to and be like, oh wow. I think that Brad was fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. Thank I mean, you guys. Thank you guys. Well, yeah. I like how Brad's reaction they interview Brad afterwards. They're like, ooh, what happened? And Brad's like, Oh, you know, yeah, you know, she came into the room and uh she just just stayed a few hours and she got up and left. I think she left at five AM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she left Something early like in the morning. Yeah. Like, in right. flights. yeah. yeah. Yada yada yada. Yeah, Brad's like it's no, it, it's NBD, no big deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, it all happens all the time. Whatever. I was shocked it was her. You know, it could have been anyone. Honestly, go mm-hmm. Brad. 
<laughs> yeah. So cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Richard Report and Mindy y'all. have mm-hmm. a big decision to make. No, no, no. We have to talk about, you know, Joe slash Lily. You know, this hurt. This hurt. This mm-hmm. hurt our person. You know, we've been talking about how much we love them. That's when you, this is the moment you were talking about where, yeah. you know, part, the partner betrayed well, them. I didn't love that Erica was like trying to like, like make Joe guess, like, have you heard anything? Anything like, oh, like what? Like, oh, anything about me? And it's just like, just girl, just get to it. Like, the, this is this is so unnecessary. Just all you have to say is like, and, and again, this is where like they're they're touting the women to be like these social, like socially apt people. It's just like, no, this is not how you handle a conversation like this. Like you just say, like, yeah, you probably noticed like. I like I went and hung out with Brad late last night. Like I don't mean to, you know, like be disrespectful to you. And like I'm still very committed to this like partnership thing that we've got going on here. And like I hope that we're cool. Like that's all you have to say. Why was she being so weird about it? Yeah, and 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 they were just like, like I get it. This happened. It's fine. And I think she made it more awkward than it had to be because she could see their face and just like. Oh, I know I screwed up. Let me kind of get in front of this. No, it's too late for that. You just kind of have to, you know, charge that one to the game. You, you, you did what you wanted to do and it's fine. But, you know, sometimes you intentionally hurt people on the, unintentionally hurt people on the way and, and it happens. So just apologize and move on. But yeah, yeah, making this huge display out of it. Like, did you hear anything about me last night? Like, no, you sure? Like, okay. Gosh, I heard. No, no, thanks. Thanks for rubbing it in my face. You know, mm-hmm. still haven't been kissed, but okay, go mm-hmm. kiss Brad. Did you yeah. not see? Did you not see? <laughs> the with Chiron, <laughs> right? The Chiron said, "I've never been kissed." I, me, like whatever. <laughs> if you really just only needed a warm body, there was. One I in have the a other body. Mm-hmm. Like, the body has a name. Like, come, <laughs> me, I'm here. Ugh, ugh, I don't mm. look. There are no villains on this show, but I was looking at Erica, kind of like, okay, okay, fine, I'll deal with it. <laughs> but I do think she like she feels bad. Yeah, she does. Badish. Badish. Yeah. Not bad enough, no. but just badish. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, Richard and Mindy have to pick who is going to go into the elimination. Uh, it is going to be Cheryl and Eric and Erica and Joe. Uh, do we think that Erica had a hangover for the competition? <laughs> <sighs> That's Probably. a good question. Mm-hmm. Right. Probably. She I mean, I certainly I don't even want to be quizzed on history and politics like sober. Yeah. Well slept. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. Like, well, excuse me, what questions are you about to ask me? Right. No, th- no, thank you. No, thank mm-hmm. you. I'm good. <laughs> so, Jenny, I felt like overall, I felt like this was the weakest part of the show. The death match here of uh, Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, they could probably tighten that part up um because there's there's not really much to it it's just a back and forth like and it's it's dragged out a lot where it's like oh what question do you want like they had to pick one so they so so like each round there was the round with the beauties and those around with the geeks where they get asked different types of questions again popular music and how it relates to dance is just like the most like mm-hmm. awkward phrase of of life but um like they didn't need to include the like oh I don't know I'll take number two it's like there was right. just 
six cards with numbers on them. None of it matters. I had to, you know, uh, get worked up for Jordan Kalish to change this in this week in Survivor <laughs> history. Pick an, <laughs> one, just pick one question just and then we'll it. do the next one that comes after that. Yeah, That's we it. don't care. Right. You don't know. Stop making it us doesn't... just pick numbers for the sake of the numbers. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. There's no. Like there's no drama with like oh I oh she should have picked five yeah. like instead of three like yeah. that that part did not matter so mm-hmm. that's an easy editing thing like clean it up you know but <laughs> I, I also think some of the questions they weren't listed by difficulty so there no. were questions that yes two thousand five exactly. Chappelle would not have known but two thousand and twenty one Chappelle definitely still did not know who was Al Gore's running mate I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. We're looking for Lieberman. I don't know. Then the next question is, which president is on the dollar bill? Really? Really? Yeah. But I have to know Al Gore's running mate when he lost? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Like yeah. the the numbers mean something if there's like a difficult, like if there's something to it. You know what I mean? Like it just seemed completely random and there was nothing, there's no drama. Of the numbers, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Rob, did you have a favorite question? Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, not of this round, not really. Uh, gonna, who's the prime minister <laughs> of England? Uh, I like that. Uh, one of the women answered, uh, uh, Robinson. <laughs> Rob, like I'm gonna uh, just Williams. I'm just gonna pick a popular <laughs> just name. Like, yeah, like, uh, was like it uh, Smith? A white name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my favorite question is, who was the president during the Civil War? And they go, it's Lincoln. And she goes, oh, duh, D Day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I too <laughs> was like, duh, D Day, Lincoln. <laughs> Famous thing that he did during the Civil War. Stupid. Like, yeah, I agree. I I felt seen. <laughs> uh, then we got to the geeks. The geeks had to answer some questions about popular music. Uh, mm-hmm. That uh, who sang the song uh, in the club? Well, I believe the clue that was given, or the the question was this: this song in the club is a hit oh. in the club. Yeah, <laughs> not clubhouse. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just so cringe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, only a- uh, Brian or whatever Bra- Brian McFadden can get <laughs> away with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a, there was a few good ones in there, um, but you know, despite all of these questions, you know, and their varying difficulties, I love Erica being backstage. Like, <laughs> you don't know this, like. Erica, you just got two questions right. Sit down. Mm-hmm. Like, if they don't, <laughs> she was feeling herself. She's feeling like, herself. Yeah. She's like, oh my god, you don't know Vogue is by Madonna. Like, ma'am, you know what you magazine right is here. called? Like a virgin, right? Like, it's like god, at that point, so Joe is just guessing a like a Madonna song. Like, doesn't right. know that it's Vogue. Mm-hmm. Like, ma'am, you weren't brought here for your supreme intellect. So maybe be nice to the guy who doesn't know anything that you know, because he has to be nice to you for not knowing the stuff that he knows. You know, that's and that's what they're supposed to take away from this, Chappelle. Yep, that's that, why the show is so great. Then why haven't we reprimanded Erica? Like, stop. Making well, fun. it's episode one. Maybe she gets her comeuppance. I don't know. I hope so. I You'll have to I stay tuned. She might be my villain of the season. I will have to say. <laughs> life-size Barbie model <laughs> Erica okay uh, Joe and Erica will advance and sadly uh, we say goodbye to Eric and Cheryl uh, yeah. who cares right 
I'll, like we get we get a very 2005 comment from Eric when we get the like goodbye where we're like oh we pretend that we really got to know these people and and Eric is like Cheryl is a really beautiful chick and like he uses the word chick like twice more in his like little goodbye like confessional and I'm like there we go that's that 2005 mm-hmm. energy yeah. I've been missing back to the drawing Men board calling women chicks so mm. good. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to invent the perfect uh the chick perfect somewhere. Chick. Yeah. Yes. Robo yeah. chick. Robot <laughs> chicken. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Um there you go. That's Beauty and the Geek. Yeah. So good. Yes. So what a show. Good. Rob, I will say this. Of all of your rewinds, I think this is the like this this is my favorite cast that I've seen that you've rewatched in this whole thing, including Kid Nation. Kid Nation had a lot of people yeah. to choose from, but I really think that a lot of these people were very genuine in this first episode. Now that might change moving forward. I'm not making any like grand declarations about this series as a whole, but these people did not seem like I'm here to you know be an influencer, you know, or I'm here. They like the the beauties they seem like they really wanted to get to know these geeks and the geeks were the same way like i'm I'm very smart but you know i could i could deal with some social interaction for a while and um in eric and cheryl's case they seemed really sad to go so of all the things that you've come across so far i like these people they 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 were uh they made me smile Mm -hmm. and like the people are normal enough but like the things that they're making them do are so like obnoxious that it's like you get you get like the best of both worlds like seeing like slightly ordinary people do like ordinary things but in like a very like unorthodox way like I really I really think that is like a fun show um and that the the premiere really hits like you do get mm-hmm. a, a really great introduction you get nosebleeds you get awkward dancing <laughs> like it's so good I love this show. <laughs> yeah. Did the contestants, uh, you know, the, did did this experience like teach them like uh, how the other half lives? I think so a little bit, right? Like they can't help it. I think some of the first impressions that we saw were the the women saying, "I've never met a guy like this before." Mm-hmm. Like you know, like I didn't know this type of person exists. Look, watching this show in 2021, I didn't know there were people obsessed with Dukes of Hazard. Mm-hmm. So if I learned that much just from, you know, watching one episode, yeah, I can imagine how much they took away from their time with, you know, Bill and and uh Richard. You know, you could not have known that, you know, someone who is a neurologist or, you know, a functional neurologist at this point has a nosebleed problem where mm-hmm. he gets around, you know, pretty women. And so for me, yeah, I think if the exper- I don't know if the experiment is successful, but it definitely pushed these people's boundaries at least a little bit. And I think we can celebrate the show for that, if nothing else. I also think that um, it's similar to Big Brother in that, like, they're living in a house together. And, like, you see people in in Big Brother seasons where, like, people develop, like, quite a close bond with people that they otherwise would have never met in their life. And I think that this show actually has that. I believe that it's similar in that they like aren't in contact with like their family while they're mm-hmm. there and stuff like that. So they are kind of isolated and really like in this, um, you know, bubble yeah. type experience where they're really getting to know these people. So it is kind of forcing them to have that sort of experience where, you know, they, they've, they've 
encounter these kinds of people in their life otherwise, but they haven't been like forced to really get to know them. And so I do think that a lot of people walk away feeling like they start to understand other people because they have no choice but to. Yeah. Jenny, could they bring this back? Could they reboot Beauty and the Geek in 2021? Could it work today? I mean, I don't I don't think it couldn't work, but I also just think that like I think that 2021 there aren't the same sort of like cliche. And again, I shouldn't speak uh, about like the youngins because I'm I'm mm-hmm. an old person yeah. that like I don't know, like I think that most of these people are like their early 20s. Um and so I, I think that maybe society has evolved in a certain way where there like isn't as much of like the cliche kind of clique type things. But again, I still think that there are people that, you know, might fall into a camp of being like more materialistic and shallow and the people that might are like, you know, just not push outside of their comfort zone and like communicate mm-hmm. with certain types of people. So. Yeah. Maybe the branding of everything doesn't look exactly the same as it does in the mid 2000s, but I don't think it's like a terrible concept. Yeah. Chappelle, what if it was uh socially awkward young women and then like uh like hot dumb guys. So like the she's all that of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh I I don't know again like Jenny said I don't know if you could do that today but yeah in a time capsule yeah back in 2005 I think it'd been an interesting concept we could make I know, that work today I I doubt it um I know that at the time they did other seasons of Beauty and the Geek where they introduced you know a group mm-hmm. of guys and I believe it was one uh woman I think they yeah I think one season they did like one girl geek and then one guy beauty mm-hmm. I yeah. think so, something like or something that, like yeah. that yeah. Yeah, but today, no. I think the internet has shrunken the world in a way that, you know, these Mm. people exist because you know it. Now, if you go and find these people on the opposite ends of the internet universe, then it could be entertaining to watch for sure, but I also could see some fireworks in a bad way. Like you go get like the Instagram model or with a a billion fans uh, and then you go get like someone who might be involuntarily in situations that you mm-hmm. know whatever that yeah. kind of reflect the old the old show you probably don't want to put them in the same room in 2021 it just doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it'll work but yeah maybe in like maybe if it was like the circle right where this is a strictly in social media form so i like maybe in like rooms where we can talk about it but we don't have to really interact because i think that kind of would reflect more of our you know virtual age um in 2021 as opposed to you know um uh, 2005 where we're like okay go lay in the bed with this person like no thank you no mm-hmm. thank you. I think I think that you could still do like a similar concept of like trying to teach another person like something that is like unique to your experience and like that like the dynamics yeah. of All two right. very different people being paired up and it doesn't necessarily need to be like these are beautiful right. people and How these about are this? geeks okay you yeah. have Chappelle and then you have a woman who's never been on Twitter before and then it's <laughs> like uh, like, uh, like I don't understand what to do and like uh, like wait, I don't understand how you don't tweet all the time right yeah, like a grandma <laughs> like and she's teaching like Chappelle how to knit and like Chappelle is like yeah, what do you want to learn Chappelle I don't know but I like grandmas <laughs> so that works um, like I'd watch that I'm sorry I yeah. would <laughs> Yeah, I probably would be suitable for Twitter, but I'd, 
I, well, I'd watch it. Um, yeah, if uh, grandma wanted to teach me something, I'd let her. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the more updated version, right? Maybe like some Zoom meetings or something like that where you put two people on and say, hey, here's a few hours, learn something. We'll quiz you at the end. If you win, if you get the quiz going or whatever, learn something about the other person, we'll throw some money at you. Mm-hmm. Well, it can't be on Zoom. Okay, we're not talking yeah. about the pandemic version. We're talking about Ugh. a post-pandemic world I don't know what where means. you guys can be in a house and you're really forced to like get to know each other because but you this don't is have what to share your reality is right now. You do not yeah. have to share a bed. That part is abolished. Mm-hmm. We don't like that. Unless you want to. But but you're living because like one of the things that I love most about like Big Brother, again, I keep going back to Big Brother because social experiment, um, is like when you get to see people that like you wouldn't normally see like having a conversation, like end up in an alliance together and like working together, and then like they leave the house like having like a friendship. Like that's the stuff that I find very interesting, which is why I like the show. So mm-hmm. I do think that like, <laughs> like I love the idea of like Chappelle waking up in the morning with this like old woman <laughs> and like they're having their cereal, not with her. Like they like, if you were, it's fine. <laughs> and you know what? If that's what happens, then live <laughs> your life. Happens, Consenting adults. I'm do what you will. <laughs> it's on the older woman, but let's, we can talk about it. You're having cereal in the kitchen and you're just talking about like your life together and you're learning something from each other. Yeah. And and there's merit in this day and age to learning things about each other. You know, we can always, you know, take something from somebody else and we get so siloed in our own little communities and our our echo chambers of things that we listen to and talk about. So yeah, you know, some, some world expansion wouldn't, wouldn't kill anybody. I don't think so. I think there's, there's something there. I don't know how you make it happen, but yeah. there's something there and I'd be entertained to watch it. Boy, yeah. we've put such a shine on Beauty and the Geek. <laughs> really? <laughs> looking it was at a it good through. Show. Yeah, I'm here for the it. rosiest okay, colored episode. glasses ever. <laughs> like well, it, 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 it was going to teach us something. I hope Ashton's proud. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> oh, yeah. If we, yeah. Oh, wow. You, who would have thought Ashton Kutcher would be the one to bring us all together like this? Yeah, Look at him. he did it. He did yeah. it. All right. Uh, well, Jenny, this was incredible. Thank you so yes, much for was. for bringing. This was so much fun to go back and watch this. I, I I'm glad I, I did it. I, I never watched the show before. I they, it was such a good time being able to like revisit this and to get to talk about it with the two of you. And I'm like dying to binge the whole series now. Um, I, I have so much stuff to watch, but I'm like, uh, it's so easy. I'm just going to go on YouTube and watch the rest of this. So you're in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hooked. Like I need to see how this all plays out. Yeah. This awoken <laughs> something in you of your beauty yeah. and the geek. Well, it's an interesting, it's interesting to go back to it. Like after so many years. Um, and like, I don't know. I love the nostalgia factor of it. And to like, remember that time, but like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a good time. Okay. Yeah. The pants. Uh, <laughs> the pants of the it pants. all. Yeah. The pants of it all. <laughs> Jenny, what's coming up for you? Jenny's on everything these days. I'm yeah. really not. Like, this is yes, my thing are. is that, like, well, you're, I you're will part be of on, jerped. Yeah. I'm, yeah. The, the hottest alliance on the streets these mm-hmm. days is jerp. Um, yeah, I do this thing where, like, I'll be on, like, a bunch of podcasts, like, in one week and you're then, streaky. like, I'll disappear back into the abyss that I live in for a while. Um, so. Just kind of uh, occasionally covering Big Brother Canada when things are happening. Um, and I have a Twitch channel now that is mostly just for shenanigans. 
Um, I'm not like a serious Twitch person, but uh, don't if you love shenanigans, it, don't downplay it. Like that's just you're, what you I just, do. You, you throw you're, it out there and then you say, "Yeah, but it's uh, I'm not just I mean, I'm just well, messing oh. around." Yeah, Come I'm on. a Twitch affiliate now. Yes. Yes. I am a Twitch affiliate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so if you want to follow me, um, twitch.tv slash Jenny Autumn. Um, I occasionally pop on there to just like fun little stuff. Yeah. Like uh, Phil and I did like a happy hour that was really fun. We might do that again this week. Yeah. Nobody um, that just listened to you talk about Beauty and the Geek for two hours doesn't want to follow you on Twitch. <laughs> I hope, yeah, I hope they want to. Um, yeah, I love just talking to people. As you can tell, I can, I can just talk all night. So mm-hmm. Um, I love just getting on Twitch and chatting with the chat. And so if you want to follow me over there, that would be awesome. And then I'm on Twitter at Jenny Autumn, all social media at Jenny Autumn. Yeah, that's pretty much all I'm doing. I'm just living my life and enjoying a really good season of Big Brother Canada. Yes. And um, like I said, I was so excited to podcast with you guys. So this has been a great, a great day for me. Yes. Yeah, a great day. Would you interview uh, Richard Rubin on Twitch? Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Please, if I uh-huh. like, uh-huh. 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 Yeah. I need to know everything. Mm-hmm. I want to know if he's a plant. I want to know the whole story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how many more girls has he? How many more girls has he kissed besides three? Do you think he's on cameo? Oh, that's a good question. I would buy it. Yeah, you'd buy it. Okay, you would buy Whatever. it. You would Without purchase knowing one. the price. Yeah, there's no way Richard Rubin is out here like up like like price gouging or whatever they call it. You know, like he's out here like nope, two thousand dollars. Like you're crazy, Richard. But come on down. And I don't think he's other, on. Like, What's uh, the minimum price you can charge on Cameo? I mean, I've seen as little as five dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I pay five. I bet you, if he Richard. slid into his DMs and said, "I'll pay you five dollars to make a video," like he can just run is, his own Cameo. Is hmm. he on Twitter? Hmm. How do I not know this? This feels like something I should know. I know. Hmm. Uh, he has a website. He has, he has Richard, a website. Yeah. Richard has is... a website.com. Yeah. <laughs> Richard dash Rubin. I, I just know. feel like Richard Rubin should have been a part of our lives before now. Like, I feel like we should have been connected with, there's talking with T-Bird when you need it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our guest today. Won your hearts back in 2005 <laughs> on the classic CW TV show, Beauty and the Geek. <laughs> I found a Twitter page. It has been inactive since 2015, mm-hmm. um, but it does have Richard, Richard Rubin, official site.com mm-hmm. on, in the, in the uh, bio. But before that, a lot of the posts are in Spanish. He's multilingual. No, he's multilingual. Right. Well, there are only five posts. So I don't know this to be Richard for sure, but it could be. No. Is the picture be. him? Oh, it's definitely him. It's definitely <laughs> him. It be like a fan account, though. Uh-huh. Is it like at Richard Rubens with like a Z? It's like a Z account. At the real Richard Rubin. No, it's like RJ Rubin at RJ Rubin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think oh, that's Richard. at RJ Rubin on Twitter. Yeah, okay. there's not much on there, but I think that's our guy. Okay. Chappelle, what do you have coming up? Uh, I was going to say, I don't know, but I think <laughs> this week is uh, me popping in on Renap, right? I'm talking about. Oh, yes, about- that's right. The TV theme song bracket is coming up on oh, Sunday. Hell yeah. It wow. Is. What a, what a dream team it's going to be. Uh, Rob and Akiva are joined by. 
uh, the the CHs. It's uh, Chester and Chappelle. Yes, I am a huge Chester fan. Uh, I don't even know if Chester knows who I am, but I am dying to talk to. I have questions about that Men in Black cover. Um, <laughs> I am very excited to mm-hmm. be a part of this uh, episode of Renap. So that's coming up the for me. TV very theme quickly. song bracket two. Yeah, Did- I think we got a, we we got rid of a lot of like the cliche yeah. normal tv show, like brady bunch fresh prince like those are that's yeah that's like you know topical i w- let's get down into the nitty-gritty let's talk about some songs was songs, there a theme you know? song for beauty and the geek there is i don't think there is on the first episode uh, but mm-hmm. there is if you go further and it's Exactly what you. Okay. It's so yeah. bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Opportunities. Late, late, late entry. Yeah. Are you yeah. taking late entries? Did you have bracket. a lot of input on the bracket, Chappelle? I did not submit any um, any suggestions of my own, but I did uh, like repost it because I wanted to expand Renap's mm-hmm. reach a little bit. Yeah. So outside of uh, the boomer uh, population <laughs> that we, we normally cater mm-hmm. to in our neighborhood. So, you know, I'm hoping that we okay. got some of the, the Gen Zers, uh, the Jason Curtis Rivera's of the world to, to come out and, and, and skew the bracket a little bit yeah. and spice it. Okay. I had it sent to me. I haven't looked. I didn't look at the bracket today. I have no clue what it is. Okay. I have like, again, I can't I wait. Didn't, I didn't suggest anything. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so that's coming up. Me also, neither. Bryce, Bryce and I will be talking again on the Purple Pants podcast this week coming up or in a couple of weeks, I think. But we're recording this week. Um, I think we're covering the movies. Set it off. Set um, it off. Wow. Yes. The 90s bank heist film. Uh, and I, we are excited to talk about it. But I think that's it. I think I'm kind of chilling for now. I think that's that's the only two things I'm doing in the podcast world. But I'm around, uh, as you know, on Twitter, hanging out. Okay. Um. Can we announce what we're going to watch next week? Sure. Is that official sure, yet? Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I, I think it's official. If this person like leaves me high and dry, then I will take You'll it. You'll just hear a bleep on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We'll, we'll edit it out. We've been doing that lately. Um, yeah, so this next week coming up, I believe we will have a work of art. The Next Great Artist, Season 2, Episode 1, uh, featuring the person who suggested it to me, Mr. AJ Mass. Very excited wow. to have. Wow. What is this show? I have I don't think I've ever heard of this. Uh there was a time where a lot of the um uh, the reality shows were all just kind of like different versions of like Project Runway or Top Chef or you know, something where it's kind of like every every episode is we give you a time limit, we give you a task, you complete the task, at the mm-hmm. end of the day we eliminate somebody for what they produce and i think work of art the next great artist is right along that 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 lines it was one of the bravo shows like like i said similar to project runway and top shelf so think about that but then also just like transition those um that concept to like art so project runway but art top shelf but art all right sounds great uh should be a lot of fun of course you could subscribe to our rhap rewind podcast feed go to robhaswebsite.com slash rhap rewind plenty of great stuff going on over at robhasawebsite.com. Uh, if you want to uh, subscribe, and you can also watch Work work of Art. Yeah, Work of Art. Work of Art is on the YouTube. Next great artist, if you season want to check. two. Yeah, season yes. two, episode one with the great AJ Mass. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Jenny. This was uh, an honor to get to talk about Beauty and the Geek with you. This, it was an honor for me. So I'm, 
I'm absolutely thrilled. It was a great time. Okay. And Chappelle, uh, can't wait to do it again next week. Yeah. And since we're starting, Rob, since we're doing season two, let's just mix it up. We don't have to do season one anymore. Season one, episode one. Let's, let's spice it up. We're season mixing two, it up. We're mixing yeah, it up. We'll do, let's just find some iconic episodes to talk about. That's fun. Yeah. Live your life. I like this. Yeah. One episode. This was, this was great. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Let's, let's keep this going. I will talk about it. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and it's hard work, but you know it's easy bundling with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance, and it's a good thing, too. You're busy enough. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. See how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today.